Oh. Hello, welcome no. to the 40k Spy Center and our Leagues of Votan Codex review. Full codex, <laughs> full review. Don't tune out. I'm joined by Mr. John Scrivens. Hello, John. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. I'm worried about how how I'm going to say Votan and if I'm going to get all the names right for the rest of the show, but I'm not going to worry, basically. Uh, how, yeah, worry. I'm good. I, I honestly wouldn't worry about it, Rob, because we did a warm-up before the show with some really hard names, and you nailed them all. So uh, I'm proud of you. You should thank be you, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I got all of the French names. Shout out to Jim Fessel in the chat, Dabon Napgod. We're live on Twitch, so we're recording this. So the way we do these shows um, is... We record them on Twitch, and it's also a podcast you can listen to if you wish to. Uh, Tom, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, I, this is my second time on the show since uh, 2 a.m., so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't mind. This uh, is your third 40K show today, Rob. How do you feel? Are you, <laughs> this is my third you feel, 40K Are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, this is a lot. Oh, <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's not even close to the scratching the surface of this ridiculous game, Rob. So uh, <laughs> I, hope you're ready. I hope you're ready for more, okay? Uh, hey, Jim. Uh, right, so um, we won't normally. I would find out how my, both of my uh, two co hosts are doing, or a third co host if we had one. Um, but we're going to kind of dive straight in with the Leagues of Votan review because, as of today, uh, the full codex has leaked on the internet. Just a quick point before we do get into that juicy gossip, and we've got a whole thing just to just so you quickly see. There you go, the whole thing. Uh, available every page photoed uh, how did they do it great question I imagine how much more we'd have got if the playtesters were still leaking stuff exactly that's kind of the or spice digital of... copies yeah, or digital that's... copies yeah that's the spice of melange isn't it so if you don't know if you've never tuned into our show before or if you generally don't keep up with the news uh, 40k did have a group of playtesters who tried their hardest ignore the game state generally tried their hardest to make it as good as they could uh, with their input it may have been worse it may have been better we don't really know but because of leaks games workshop uh, deleted the playtest program so 40k is going into 10th edition next summer um without the side rails when you go bowling uh that's what we're it's always better though i'm into it always better but, but if you're using the stand to roll the ball down the middle you should be okay right so if they just roll the ball slowly yes. the problem the problem yeah. is they've also uh loaded up in this analogy uh they're bowling by uh putting the ball in a trebuchet 300 yards away yeah and hoping they get it somewhere near uh, the pins. While, while we're here, um, yeah. uh, me and my D&D group always do like a social in a field once nice. a year where we build a piece of siege equipment and fire it. So if anyone has any trebuchet uh, manuals or building ideas, because okay. we are doing a trebuchet this year, please send them my way. We're amazing. doing a trebuchet. Last Can time I we did a, a, This sounds a amazing. No, you don't play D&D with us, Rob. <laughs> Am I playing new D&D? D&D 1. I was saying this in the chat earlier, I'd love to have, like, the Falcon, because of his voice, just run a D&D campaign where every character is just someone from the 40k, like, media landscape. <laughs> like, you, you go into a pub, and the pub is run by Scrivo, the, uh, the eccentric go goblin or something. Like, yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> I feel that. feel like, like a good story. Good. Yeah, and one of the barbarians you have to fight is uh, Vanguard Tactics. Just... <laughs> I was I was having like a big level of irony, and you just went straight for the yeah. The, bar the barbarian makes a Stephen post. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's at an what angle. I'm the floors, yeah. the whole, the pubs at this angle. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, right. Let's dive in. Let's dive in with the information. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're joined by the Twitch chat. They will be making sassy comments as we go through. Uh, but let's talk about it now. The initial uh, reaction to this has been pretty good. I think. 
so we're going to try and approach it in a, a, as formulaic of a fashion as possible. So bef- before we start this, for context, yes. I have not read any of this. Yeah, so Tom's our live These reactor. These guys have. Yeah, yeah, Tom's our live reactor. I've read most of it, but uh, because it only dropped hours ago, we're still going to have to go through loads of that information. So, um, uh, so okay. So we're gonna we're gonna skip a, a couple of bits. We'll go back to sub factions and other bits. We're gonna start with kind of core rules, and then we're gonna go straight to data sheets, and then we're gonna go back to stratagems, warlord relics. Otherwise, you end up just being bored as hell by the time you actually get to the context, right? Okay, but there is some stuff that we need to know, uh, specifically um, that there's some kind of like special rules that apply to this army. So these are fairly generic across most of it. The first one is hunter weapons, spelt with a wrong. small u, small mm. s, small n, and this is the one that's super weird already because effectively so in 40k again if you don't know for some reason if you have a heavy weapon and you move and you shoot your heavy weapon if you're not a vehicle then you might as well to hit yeah um and there's there's like pistols you can shoot to combat etc yeah these yeah. have got hunter weapons which basically means they don't have to think about whether a weapon is going to be heavy or an assault weapon they've oh just yeah. they've just been like screw this so Many ranged Votap weapons have the type Hunter. The number of attacks that a model makes with a Hunter weapon is equal to the number written on that weapon's profile, like every other weapon, after its type. For example, a model shooting a Hunter weapon 1 can make one attack with that weapon. A model firing a Hunter 3 weapon can make three attacks, and so on. I'm guessing that as this is the end of the Hunter weapon section, there are going to be some stratagems later on that can make use of this keyword. Yeah, no, I actually haven't type. looked at the stratagems yet, but yeah, I'm sure okay. they, I'm sure that there there are. I don't know why they. It feels like they just didn't want to mess around with heavy assault pistols and all that other stuff. If that makes sense, they were just like, do this. What do you think, John? Well, quite often they've done that where they go, well, this sub faction ignores the the they count stationary when shooting heavy weapons and stuff. Yeah, it's avoiding that, right? Having to put that extra layer. They've they've already done this once before with the orcs gaining sort of rapid fire guns with Daka. So it's... Yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you to Cameron in the chat saying leagues of Votan, more like leagues of Brocan. Leaks of Brocan. Yeah, and also leaks of uh, leaks of Votan is funny. Um, but I would also argue that um, a lot of the weapons look a lot like bolters and other stuff. So maybe they just wanted to give them some unique profiles, right? So they've made them different. Anyway, uh, yeah. but basically, hunter just means nothing so far. Okay, Eye of the Ancestors is the important one. Every unit for your army has a Votan keyword. Basically, if your army is a Votan army, yeah, without unaligned, then you get to do some stuff. Yeah, Each enemy unit, right, um, starts out with no tokens, I don't think, straight away. Yes, But then correct. each time an enemy unit destroys a Votan unit from your army, that enemy unit gains one judgment token. They can only have three max. Okay? Yep. They can have three max. So each time one of their units kills one of your units... Bosh, they've got a, um, a, a token. A, yeah, token. Um, a is that token. a permanent token? Permanent token. Again. Yes. Okay. And then they've got some special stuff. They've got like, if you combat squad, both units have one. You know, um, if you take them into reserves, it still has one. And when you bring Basically, it back... Basically, if they do stuff you don't like, then they get judged. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right. Each time an enemy unit successfully completes an action or a psychic action, uh, it gains one judgment token. So if you do an action, you get a judgment against you. Okay. Um, okay. And then at the end of each of your opponent's turn, you can select one enemy unit within range of an objective marker that your opponent controls, and that unit also gains a judgment. Okay. So okay. it's not like it doesn't feel right away. It's very easy to throw loads of judgment on. And also, what I quite like about it is it doesn't scale. If that like, it's, sorry, it, sorry, it scales, but it isn't like front loaded. So you're not just being like. 
two CP, one CP, three CP. This unit is the most incredible unit in the world. Instead, like this, like the judgment system will come into effect later on. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. That seems fair. Right? Um, so I like that because yeah, Rami gets better. Uh, thank you to Ed Nutman for subscribing and also Clint Licker. Uh, I nice. said that right, Clint. You did. You did. It. You, you got worry. it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, and then we'll be yeah, the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, there's no way for you to get rid of judgment tokens. You can't combat squad. You can't even if you're in reserve, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, uh, so then, what do they do? Each time a Votan medal from your army makes an attack against a unit that has one or more judgment tokens, apply the applicable bonuses from the table below. So if they got one judgment token on an unmodified hit roll of a six. It automatically wounds the target, and this is where it gets spicy, Tom. Is that in melee and shooting? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, does it melee... consume the token? No. No. Oh, um, so basically, you just get to do damage, more damage against things that have, have upset you. Yes, and so okay. on one token, six is auto wound. Two tokens, five's auto wound. Three tokens, four's auto wound. Which is pretty amazing. Okay. Uh, Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Grinaldi has pointed out you can get rid of them, Tom, if you die. Yeah, mm, yes. very good. Yes. <laughs> very good. Uh, note: If an attack automatic wounds a target as a result of this ability, then for the purposes of any other rules that are triggered on a particular wound roll, that attack is considered to have been made with the unmodified wound roll of a six. So, if you auto wound, you also get. So it's bonus. like um, Hail of Doom. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, Right. Must to hit for auto wound is wicked. It's so wicked, super wicked. So th that's the kind of special ability that the army has. Uh, there's a couple of other stuff. They've got steady advance, which is this unit can ignore any or all modifiers to its move characteristic and any or all modifiers to its adv advance or charge rolls. So no fucking around with its move characteristic, its charge rolls or its move rolls. Like advance. So that's only if they have the steady advance. That's uh, only if they have rule. steady advance. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm looking at it like I'm looking at Harlequin stuff, where sometimes you'd expect to have it, but it doesn't. It's not blanket. Yeah, okay. correct. Because then, I'm also looking at the second bullet point. Yeah, each time this unit advances, <laughs> do not make an advance roll. Instead, the unit uh, until the end of the phase add three inches to the move characteristic for each one of this unit, and add six instead if it's if the unit is accelerated. And they're normally so the foot troops are basically move five, Tom. So that basically makes them move eight. Yeah, but plus plus D six advance, so yeah. up to potentially move forty. Because the half guard have got steady advance, for example. So this is some infantry do have this. Uh, yeah, but no, you don't add the D six. It says each time this unit advances, do not make an advance roll. Instead, you add three inches. You can't get to a max. <gasps> oh, instead, yeah. okay. slow yeah, yeah, yeah. and steady wins the race for these lads. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, okay. So like eight inches, fine. Uh, and then they've got Void Armor. We'll talk about the Magna Rail in a minute. Each time an attack made uh, against this unit, your opponent cannot re-roll the wound roll and cannot re-roll the damage roll. So if they've got Void Armor, cannot re-roll to wound, cannot re-roll the damage roll. Pretty, pretty good, I think, Tom. Could have uh, added a rule that takes away some of the admin that was in the game beforehand. No, right? There you go. Uh, yeah, I quite yeah. like it. And then each time an attack is allocated to a model in this unit... Uh, the armor penetration uh, is reduced by one to a minimum Whee! of zero. Armor of contempt. Yeah, exactly. So they call that. What do you think, John? I feel sorry for my orc choppers again. Again, uh, that again. AP. It's just like cool, but it's fine. Just I feel like it. It shows how the armor in the narrative is expressed. So it's kind of it's a nice way of showing it. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it's great, right? Like, it's strong. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, they're quite tanky. And then you've got Magna Rail. Invulnerable save. So this is a special weapon. Some Votov weapons have the Magna Rail ability. Each time an attack is made with this weapon. Invulnerable saves cannot be taken against that attack. On an unmodified wound roll of a six, excess damage that weapon inflicts is not lost. Instead, keep allocating excess damage to another model in the target unit until either all the excess damage has been allocated or the target unit is destroyed. And in yep. my opinion, that will stack with the judgments. Yes, so yeah, the judgments so will make this wound. pop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then that means if I if I even if I roll a six to hit, then I'm also going to get the six to wound, which is pretty yeah. great because then I, that means I've yeah. got two opportunities to roll the six. Right. That's pretty hot. Yeah. Mm. Like I like that. I like that. Or That's even pretty... it's a four plus if you've got multiple uh, if you've got free judgment tokens on there. Oh well, yeah. I mean yeah. Of course. Like oh, do you know yeah. also this is pretty scary. And you can for... TP real that if you wanted to. Yeah, that's pretty scary for knights as well. Because they're yes. gonna they're gonna kill a lot of units, I guess. Uh, and then it's got a description of how beam weapons work. Which John, is this new? Is beam weapons? I think so. I can't say I've seen. I've seen a couple of um, psychic powers and stuff that do this whole making a line sort of thing for who you're hitting, but well, not as an actual shooting attack. So don't forget, not all units have some of these special abilities, and we will talk about which yep. ones do. They all yep. definitely get the judgments because that affects your enemy unit. Yes. Um, so don't worry, we'll come back to it. Okay, so some Votan weapons have the beam ability. Each time an attack is made with such a weapon, if a hit is scored, draw a line between the closest point of this base or hull and that of the closest model in the target unit. What, uh, make one wound roll against the target unit and each other unit that line passes across. Excluding so, units that were not eligible to be targeted by this weapon when it was selected, because you can't see them. Yeah. I'm going to play a quick mini game. There's yeah. actually already one of these weapons in the game. Oh, yeah. There's only one, and I want to yeah. see if anyone in chat can guess it. I know what it I is. Think, I think someone's already done it. Have they? Uh, Where is it? The Avatar Tau prototype doesn't also um, uh, Morty's. Oh, okay. Pistol. There's a couple now. Doesn't also now. Morty's okay. pistol do it? Yeah, Morty's pistol. Yeah, I was thinking of. fucking ten yeah. points. Silence, yeah, yeah. Or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Lantern, lantern. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There ten we go. points for Rob. Okay, uh, when a vehicle model makes an attack with a beam weapon that targets an enemy unit in engagement range of it, that attack is only resolved against the target unit and cannot hit any other unit. Okay, so you can't, yeah. you can't do that. Okay, easy. All right, so that, we all know how beam weapons work. Good, we're comfortable. With that. Yeah, the stratagems. Yeah. We're going to come back to stratagems because there's a lot to read and forever then we're going to start talking about uh, the units we're going to skip uthar the destined initially okay. and we're going to jump straight uh, and we're also going to uh, we're also going to skip grimnir and we're also going to skip is grimnir a uh, unique character or is he's it not a no he's not. just a psyker yeah, yeah it's a psyker we're, uh, we're also going to take, uh, skip the einhar champion who's also awesome going uh, straight to the brock here iron master nope, also skip him we're going to skip go so to we're the skipping carl. hqs yeah well no we just we're just going to the carl because the okay, Carl is like a kind captain. of like generic captain, exactly. Yeah. So I just thought we'd start there because the special name characters have all got extra stuff. Yeah. Um. So we we'll start yeah. there. Okay. So Carl, I think he's like seventy points, like maybe. No. Nope. We're just going to call him Carl rather than yeah. the Carl, aren't we? The Carl, he's, he's just yeah, he's Carl. just called Carl. So, <laughs> he's, so he's your regular bro, right? He's got three up armor save, toughness four, five wounds. So he's basically a space marine, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, he comes uh, equipped with a, a combi bolter, a four draw plasma axe, and a rampart crest. So the crests are kind of like where they get a bunch of special abilities. So before we get into any of this, yeah. um, I was interested in the keywords because I didn't know what the relationship these guys had to the Imperium, but they don't have the Imperium keyword at all. They so do they're not. their own distinct race, as if they were like Tau or something. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, Carl, Carl France. Thank you, Grinaldi. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I'll, t I'll talk about his abilities, then we'll go back to his loadout, okay? So he's got the Kindred Era Hero Aura, which is obviously rerolls to hit uh, for what for League core units within six inches. So he's a Space Marine Captain so far, yeah? Super happy yep. with that. He's got a four-up invulnerable save on a three-up armor save. Iron Halo, yep. It's three-up, four-up, of course. And then Grim Efficiency. So this is the bit that I wanted to talk about. In each of your command phases, if every unit from your army is from the League of uh, Votan, of course, ignoring underlying units, select one enemy unit that is visible to this model. And if you do so, that enemy unit gains one judgment token. So, cool. like, so, and that's It's like the Nexus for Gene Steeler Colts. Yeah, there's, and it's also on the special character. So kind of like, I, I think that's quite fun. Um, yeah, in my opinion, uh, it's also worth noting he has the uh, void armor rules from earlier that we talked about and the steady advance. He yeah. does. He does yeah. have void armor, uh, which means he reduces AP by one, and he's got steady advance, so he just and you can't reroll to wound or damage against him. Yes, which is yeah. which is actually really interesting when we talk about the special character that you can't reroll. Um, I don't know if actually it's that interesting. The rerolls to wound one is quite interesting. Uh, yeah, so he, yeah. so he's pretty tanky, not rerolling to wound and also for a pinfun save. And then apart from that. He's okay in a fight, like, you know, all of those sorts of characters are, right? I think that's what yeah. I say, is it not, John? Yeah, it's, he's pretty well-rounded, especially for the points, because I, th I think we touched on that he's sub-100 points, which is quite nice. So Eye of the Ancestors as a special ability is the Judgment, just for everyone at home. So yeah. Eye of the Ancestors okay. is the Judgment. Okay? Yeah. Now, he does have the Rampart Crest or the Teleport Crest, which you can you can swap out. You can either, either have the Rampart Crest or... Um, uh, you can change it for the teleport crest, which basically just makes him be able to deep strike. Okay, but yeah. the rampart crest is the bearer's unit gains the shield crest keyword. In addition, the bearer has the following ability: rampart shield aura. While friendly league infantry and bikers uh, units within six inches of this model, uh, models in that unit have a five-up invulnerable save against ranged attacks. Uh, the range of this ability cannot be increased by any means. So that's pretty hot. So this guy's on the board. And everyone around, he just gives a five up invulnerable save to everyone around him with his rampart crest. Well, it does depend upon how everything else looks, though, because you've got a free up armor save plus the armor of contempt equivalent. You're going to be needing AP minus four before you even start proccing that. Uh, if you have some two up armor save dudes. Oh, well, you'd be an effective two up armor save because if you've got a free up, then it's armor of contempt. Then AP minus three becomes minus two. You've got a five up anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, still, it's still nice that it's there, right? Because he's fairly cheap. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hold John, on, let's John see... could you shout out the points for me? Because you could. Bottom, you, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. him, yeah. Do, 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 he is Carl. Where is Carl? Don't forget, Carl, we given him... he's seventy points and giving 70 him seventy points and giving him a mass gauntlet or the rampart crest. Uh, crest are each ten points. Okay, so, so rampart crest is eighty points. Makes makes him eighty points, and then yeah. um, you give him and... a gauntlet instead of the axe. It's another ten. Yeah, and the axe so... is just good for fighting units, and the the gauntlet, uh, gauntlet's good for fighting anyone. No, normally these kinds of characters, the only time you really see them is if the other characters aren't very good, right? So, for example, with Necrons, you like to see a Cryptek because they're all the cheapest version and you just pick a flavor because, like, Chronomancer, Technomancer is quite nice to you anyway, right? Yeah. Um, so the only reason I would see him, like, being picked up is if the other characters aren't really things that you want. Uh, the grow efficiency is nice, but obviously that depends upon the rest of the army to, to see how valuable that can be. Um, but also it's like you get that as a bonus. You don't buy this guy for that, right? Um, but 70 points, that's, well, 80, that's 80 with the Rampart Crest, yeah. Well, but I just wouldn't buy the Rampart Crest. And you can spend another 40 points on him. There is one other thing. You can do, like, a Chapter Master equivalent. Yes. I'm not sure what mechanically that gives you, but that's 40 points more. 
Okay, yeah, well, okay. we need to see the rest of the book, and I need yeah. to see because well, uh, like, normally these things get loads of upgrade types, right? Yeah, I thought, so I thought I as we, I thought as we were going through it, well, that might be a good opportunity to talk about yeah. it because every time yeah. we go through it, we'll go back to the the guy. Uh, John, do you have it to hand? I'm trying to work up. Let me scroll it up. It's before all of this stuff, so oh, it's in it the, the first um, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So, so a Carl is forty points, as discussed, or two power if you're playing a Games Workshop bat rep. Um, and then uh, in your command phase, select one friendly league core or league character unit within six. You'll start your next combat phase each time one of that unit makes an attack. You can reroll the hit roll. Um, and a high Carl uh, is excluded from the hero of the oathbound ability rule. It means the detachment can one high Carl and one other Carl unit. So it's... can you only include one Carl per detachment? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's Carl's done. So it's basically a space marine captain. Yeah. Who can Making give up you into a chapter master. Yeah. yeah. Who so it's literally the master, same. Who we can give yeah. a five up in vulnerable save around to other units that bikers are in. Okay, all right, nice. Let's go other generic characters. Let's go to the psyker next. I think that's that'd be. Is this the second fellow? Grimnir. Yeah, the Grimnir. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the psyker. Not to be confused for the the dwarven god from the old world. Oh, actually, no. Let's let's do it in line so it kind of makes sense how we're doing it structurally. We just do Uthar the destined, who's a named Carl. Basically, yeah, is he the yeah. top dude? He's the top yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, the most accomplished hero of the Greater Thrain League, Carl Uthar, oh is destined. Is Mark Just listening Thrain to it, you read this out makes me cringe. Few can assess the foe as swiftly or mercilessly as Uthar, and once he has enemies measure, he soon cuts them to pieces with the glowing blade of the ancestors. Uh, so, Uthar. Yeah, Uthar. Um, okay. Destiny is all. <laughs> Destiny is all. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he's got he's a high call, so we already know what that does. So that's re-rolls. oh high call, uh, <laughs> high call, oh <laughs> <laughs> high call. <laughs> um, uh, he obviously has got the reroll ones to hit aura as well. Um, he's got the destined. Each time an attack is allocated to this model, the damage characteristic of that attack is changed to one. Oh, and Just you like, uh, and you can't do anything about that because I'm guessing he's got void armor, so you couldn't re-roll it even if you were able to roll it. Even if you were able to re-roll it, you wouldn't be able to re-roll it. So it's just flat one. So he only ever yeah. takes one damage. Yeah, but he also only has a free up save, um, armor of contempt for. And he has a four up in four pun one. How many he's... points is this, Griver? Okay. Uthar. U- I need to know. Uthar. Uthar. Uthar, son of Uthar, is 140 points. Oh, that's better lot. Yeah. So he's also he's also got the ability to add one judgment token onto a unit, and then he's got ancestral fortune, which is once per battle when you make a hit roll, wound roll, or damage roll, or saving throw for this model or a friendly greater Thurian league unit within six inches of them, change the result of that roll to a six for any rules purposes that counts as an unmodified six. So you know you could auto hit something, which then also generates the auto six. Uh, I think like, that's just for him, though, right? Oh, um, a unit within six inches. Yeah, greater or, or, yeah, or a, yeah, or a yeah. greater Thurian League unit within six inches. I need to know what the greater Thurian League is. Oh, that's, a that's a sub-faction. That's a sub-faction. Yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. Yes. Uh, but we'll talk about the sub-factions in a bit. So he's got yeah. that, and then he's got he's also got the Rampart Crest, which is the five-up invulnerable save around everyone around him. And then his sword's pretty cool. Blade of the Ancestors is strength six, AP four, damage two, and each time an attack is made with weapon, an unmodified hit roll of a six inflicts two mortal wounds on the target. Attack sequence ends. Uh, inflicts three mortal wounds instead if the uh, target has one or more judgment. So, <laughs> Which it will, because he can give out two. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he can give out one. He can give out one. 
Thinking about he can do it twice, right? Uh, no, in each new command phase, every unit from army. No, he can give out one. That's all he can. Okay. But he's a high curl, so you'd have another curl. So you'd have two curls finger banging, going, "No, you've got one, and you've got one." So oh, they'll they'll every, everything. You can select one enemy that's this model. Oh yeah. So you could have you could stack curls, right? So I could go yeah, high curl, curl. One per detachment. Yeah. Or Carl. a high curl and a curl. Yeah. High curl. Yeah, so yeah. you'd have a high Carl, a Carl, maybe another Carl. So three Carls. That's three judgments. So just straight away, you could be like, three judgments on that unit. Time to go. Hmm. Okay. So, so I'm looking about, and I looked at 140 points. And normally, like, you guys know how I feel about, like, combat-focused characters. Yeah. Um, especially when we've got a five-inch movement stat. But you look at 140 points. You look at all the other stuff he provides, like better auto six and the extra um, judgment tokens from his, uh, from his other stuff. But when you look at all the uh, defense, he's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, I feel like you just run him center. He's really annoying. He's <laughs> like, super annoying, right? And he's pretty fighty. Like, nothing wrong with him in a fight. Six wounds. Like, he's great. So, like, and he yeah. looks cool. So, okay, good. All right, let's move on to Gr Grimnir. Grimnir and Korv, right? So there's a one Grimnir and two Korv. Um, is that right, John, looking at the points? How much does this cost us? Uh, so Grimnir is 80 points, unit size of three models. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So that gets us our two cogs, right? Um, so nice. he's got, got a four up and vulnerable save, has got void armor, but has only got a four up armor save. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Grimnir's uh, uh, unit that it has with it also have a four up and vulnerable save, I'm pretty certain. Uh, each model in this unit has a four up and vulnerable save, yeah. So he's got four wounds. Uh, or they have got four wounds, sorry. These two corves have got a wound. So six wounds are effectively. Two ablative wounds don't count for morale checks and stuff. Although it is important for things like um, like if you get hit by a decent damage weapon, you just lob it on one of your corves. And also because they've only got one wound, it's not like you have to allocate in a certain way. Mm. And you can have multiple Grim, uh, Grim Deers. Yeah. They're not, they're not, mm, they're not unique it's characters. It's a title. It's, yeah, it's, a title. it's the title given to the living ancestors. So four up in fun, four up armor save, but like Tom said, if someone shoots you with like a plasma pistol or something, or like, you know, like a, a multi-melter, then you could just kill off a corv instead, which is quite cool. Um, uh, each time this unit suffers a Perils of the Warp, um, if this unit contains one or more corv, one of those models is destroyed, and the effects of the Perils is ignored, and the destruction of a corv doesn't count uh, for purposes of checks. Uh, and so you said 70 points, John, for this guy. Uh, 80. 80. Okay. Uh, so time to look at the, the psychic tree. Everyone ready for that? That seems like the right time to do it. Yeah. What's the discipline called? Ooh. Do you have the uh, reference for where I can find yeah, that? Yeah, page thirteen uh, on our you... online uh, media. on our the wrought discipline. The wrought yeah. discipline. Or yeah, scheme? Is it a scheme? Scheme, 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 scheme. I think uh, he's got interface echo, uh, which is a blessing. Uh, Castle of uh, five. Okay. Gain one command point. Limit of gaining or refunding one command point per battle round does not apply to any command points gained via this psychic power. Right? That second one is filthy, by the way. For, you just want to skip straight away. Do you not care about interface echo? It's okay. one CP, I don't care. Okay. Fortify <laughs> has a warp charge of six. If manifest is like one of the League four <coughs> or League character units within 12 of the psycho until the start of your next psychic phase, add one to the toughness characteristics, so they're mainly toughness six. Um, and then roll 1d6 oh. each time a model in that unit loses a wound on a and 6. And a 6 up DPR. Yeah, 6 up. Ooh. 6 up. 
Uh, yeah, but it's still a DPR. Like, if I've got three wounds and you're hitting me with damage through a weapon, there's a solid chance I'm going to roll a six up those three dice. It is. And if I do, then it completely consumes another hit. I'm just well, like, okay. Yeah. Although I have to check the um, other data slates because I haven't seen them yet. But uh, A lot of them are either one wound or two wounds, but there are ways to get some three wound they... models. There are some ways also, to get some... You could slap this on that 140-point dickhead. Yes, you could. Because it's yeah. just for characters. Yeah, yeah you yeah. could. Add one to and walk around. Too. What toughness yeah, just... was he? Let's have a look. I think he was T5? toughness 5. Yeah, he could make him T6. That's pretty good. I wonder if they're going to make him minus 1 to wound as well. That'd be fun. Uh, well, let's keep, there let's may be going. a relic. Let's, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's a character, can't so he can't, he's a he character, can't take yeah. it. He's a named character. Oh, he's a named uh, character, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Ancestral Wrath is a witchfire one, which is... Uh, set one enemy within 18 inches and visible to the psyker, roll three dice. If that enemy unit contains 11 or more models, or roll six dice. Uh, if it contains 11 or more models, sorry. If it's 10 or less, then it's dice. Uh, in yeah. either case, add one to the each result for the enemy unit has a judgment on it, and for each roll of a four plus, the enemy suffers a more. Yeah, that's pretty um, grab. Next. Okay, good. We're happy with that. That's it. Uh, gr Grudge Pyre is a witch fire a a spell on a four. Um... Uh, select one enemy unit that is not a vehicle, monster, or character within 18 inches of Psyker. Roll 2d6 and add the number of judgment tokens that are next to them. Hmm. If the result is greater than the unmodified leadership characters of that unit, one model selected from your opponent in that unit. Uh, yeah, so every time you see Witchfire, Rob, you can just you can just skip it. That poor Grot is really dead. <laughs> no no Vortex uh, has a warp value of 8. Uh, set one unit within 12 inches of the Psyker until the start of your next Psychic phase. Models in that unit cannot use any invulnerable. It's just null zone. That's just null zone. Null zone. Just yeah. as, it's, but but just bigger a, range. But bigger range. Yeah. And it's a vortex rather than a zone. Yeah, um, it's a, yeah, it's a vortex, not a zone. They're very does it go different. clockwise or anti-clockwise? That's the question. Uh, I don't know, but I never like like I don't want to like no one wants to get put in the friend zone, but they definitely don't want to be put in the friend vortex. Completely different. I, I don't know, but Friend Vortex sounds like a lot more fun than the Friend Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like a yeah, common. I, mean, I dig that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you've got Crushing Contempt. That's good. That's good to have that in the army, though, right? Access to, like, some. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. great. Just, like, I think you no... even might just include one of these just to take Null Vortex. So I think you can cast two powers, if yeah, I recall two correctly. Powers. Two powers. You know two cast two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to have that in your back pocket is nice. It's really yeah. good. And Crushing Contempt, yeah, it's not, some armies don't have access to it, right? Uh, then Crushing Contempt uh, is uh, a malediction, and it's oh, that's six. so terrible. I haven't read <laughs> that. <laughs> if manifests like one enemy within 18 inches of Psyker and roll 3d6, result is greater than or equal than the leadership characteristic of the enemy unit. To start with your next psychic phase, the unit cannot perform actions. If that unit is currently performing action, it feels if the result is greater than the leadership characteristic. That's a pretty nice bit of tech. Do you not like that? No. Here's an insanely high bar that you have to meet in order to get this off, which is pass the six and then uh, beat the leadership or equal it with 3d6, right? Which is, it's it's not like the easiest thing to do. And then your reward is you stop one specific unit from doing actions next turn, which if you're ordering it properly, it's not an issue for you if you stop me from doing action with one unit, right? Um, and you make me minus one to hit. Yes. Well... Uh, I could just be casting um, Fortify, Interface Echo, or Null Vortex instead. See, the thing is, and getting more benefit. Yeah, I knew that. I just wanted you to. Yeah. No, no. At home. No, of course. The kids at yeah. home. Uh, all right, so that's the Grimnir. <laughs> what do we think of the Grimnir? Pretty cheap. Got How many access... points to the Grimnir, Scriver? 80. Uh, they were 80. 80 for the three models, because it's the dude and then his two 
things. Um, do I take that over a uh, a Carl? We'll have to see what the rest of the book says. But um, you've got okay. good access. You got some good access and stuff there, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it depends on what's more valuable: the access to the uh, cancelling of invulnerable saves in close range, or the ability to yeet a judgment token on people. Yeah, I mean, I personally really enjoy. The or even you might just take the character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. None of these are like stinkers yet. I'm uh, I'm pleased. None of them are stink. I don't think any of them are stinkers so far. Uh, okay, next up we've got the Smash Man himself, Mister Ein here Champion. I want uh, I want to hate this guy. I want to hate him. I think you probably won't. Uh, so the Iron oh. here. Sorry, <laughs> so, John. How much does an Iron here champion come in at points wise? Um, um, this may surprise you, but it's actually ninety points. Yeah. Okay, that's that, that's good. Are... Making me hate him already. Okay, and a, an you can upgrade his hammer for an extra ten points. I, yeah. I don't care. It's a mass <laughs> hammer, so, so it's, it... it's made of mass. Yeah, it's made of mass. Like every, like all. So what's his normal hammer before you upgrade the mass to a mass oh, hammer? Uh, he has a dark star axe, I think. He starts out with no uh, combi bolt. No, he starts mass with mass hammer. hammer. No, he starts out with a mass hammer. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, the oh, is there an upgrade for the? We forgot to talk about the upgrade for the um, Grimnir. Sure there's okay. a way to Grimnir. Uh, yes, they can be they can be a Lord Grimnir. John's gonna find out what is, that is. While it's I... an extra twenty-five points. Yeah. And what that gives you do, 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 uh, is um you gain you can you can manifest an additional power, so you become a three cast wizard. Wow. Um you get uh, ancestral nope. judgment, so you get anger of the ancestors each time he would attempt to manifest a a power from the discipline. If there are enemy units, enemy units within eighteen of the model, with one or more judgment tokens on them, add one to the psychic test. Uh, so plus one, plus wait, with an eighteen in range. So if, plus if, one is really good if you're relying upon it for the minus one involve or the remove involve. I don't really rate the cast a third power because I don't think there's three powers you're going to want to be casting. Yeah. Unless you, if you do that, you're going to take forty-five, get the extra CP, and um. Null what's it, but if you have null what's it, you just cast that instead of the CP thing, you don't really care about CP. Yeah, and there's so. a custom warlord trait for them as well that you can give them, which basically adds six to the range of psychic powers from the discipline that are manifested by the warlord. So obviously, Ooh. it doesn't increase smite, but it increases all the sky and but roll. Does that make it an 18 inch radius invulnerable save removal by? Well, not radius, but range for target. Range. Wait a minute, hold up. I thought it was a vortex. So it says the range of it psychic says it's powers. A it says it's a vortex. Um, but double check it, Tom. Double check it. I'm pretty certain I'm you doing pick it a now. unit. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm pretty certain you pick a unit within 12 inches. Um, so you, I think. Yeah, you select one. Oh, that is poo. You cannot so pick one unit. It would be, be a unit within 18 inches instead if you had that wall or trait. still pretty good. Yeah. Do you also have to see? No, you don't need to see it. So it, it can be hidden. No one minds that. Okay, right. So the Enya Champion wear modified exo armor fitted with mass drivers, combined with their formidable close quarters weaponry and bulky ram shields. Wargear transforms them into living battering rams, etc., etc. Okay, um, they've got toughness five, five wounds each, and it's a two-up armor save. Okay, really easy. Uh, the ram shield, uh, not the ram shield. Sorry, they've got. I'm sure they've got an info. Uh, oh yes, these that's HQs it. or no, elites. Yeah, HQs. this is a HQ. Uh, he's got yeah. a weave field crest, so you can give it a teleporter crest or the weave field crest. Uh, John, how much is the? So it comes with a standard, right? So for yeah. our ninety points, which is uh, a four-up invulnerable save and a wounds characteristic goes up to six. So he's now got six wounds at toughness five with a two-up armor, four-up invulnerable save and armor of contempt equivalent and armor of attempt equivalent. 
Yeah, because they've got Void Armor. Um, and then uh, he's got Exemplar of the Ein here, which is while a friendly League Hearthguard unit is within six inches of the model, each time a model in that unit makes an attack, you roll a wound roll of one. Um, got Exo Armor, which is each time an attack is allocated to this model, subtract one from the damage characteristic of that attack to a minimum of one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's really good, right? Are you right? So I don't actually care about the damage profile of these guys at all. Okay. I, I don't think it matters. I think 90 points for a two up save dude that reduces damage by one and is minus one to wound in melee for a pin vulnerable that you just launch at someone for 90 points. Yeah. It's not too bad. Uh, it's minus one. Uh, oh, no, he's also got the ram shield, which also makes him minus, minus one, one to wound. Minus one to wound in melee. Yeah. yeah, so it's minus one damage, um, and then uh, like which is just all the time, and then minus one to melee, which is really good. Uh, and then he also basically does D3 mortal wound charges if he rolls a six or if he rolls so, a wound. Boomer reference incoming, but this reminds me of Lone Wolves from the 5th edition Space Wolf Codex, okay. where you just kick them out with a storm shield and a hammer, and you'd run them at people, and the idea, and the way that you scored was you got points for killing units, like kill points, but if you got your Lone Wolves killed, you'd get a kill point rather than your opponent. Okay. But either way, you just take this arm unit and just lob it at people and force them to deal with it, right? Now, this doesn't like trade the points, but it's still like, it's pretty cheap, and it's pretty beefy. Yeah. Uh, it's just a case of whether or not you want to use the slots for anything else. Imagine taking three of these and just running up people. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think like they're, they're pretty good. Is, is there anything stopping them? I don't think there's anything stopping them taking three. No. Not these guys, because no. these are like lieutenants. They haven't got a, a thing like the Carl where you can only have one per detachment. Yeah, it's yeah, it's basically Juggernaut from X-Men. And it, like we said, they're only, it's only 90 points, right? In in yeah. combat, uh, four attacks, he's got either the... Um, uh, he's got the Mass Hammer... Which he comes with a standard, which is strength times two, AP three, damage D three plus three, but you track one from hit, and he hits on a two, so it'd be threes, um, and then it'd be strength ten minus three D three plus three, which is pretty nice, especially for punching through fiends. Um, uh, like champ is eligible to take the fight last relic, spicy effect, yeah, um, and then make him tough to six with that minus one to damage reduction. Yeah, you could also do the spell, so he's minus one to be good you can also he's got void armor right so you can't re-roll wound against him would it make him yeah or damage wound it makes him plus one toughness so it makes him toughness six and have a female pain yes. rather than minus one to wound yeah no no he's already minus one to wound belly right it, only in melee yes yeah. yeah 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 and he also reduces damage by one so he's got like a lot of defensive buffs um he's got a, he's got a, an autoc pattern combi bolter or whatever um so i think like <laughs> he can also have a dark star axe uh which is each time an attack is made with this weapon make two hit rolls so, and it's strength plus one, so it's strength six, AP three, damage one. So, um, but they can't ignore any of the wounds. But they can't That's ignore fine. any of the wounds, and it is ten attacks, basically, hitting on twos. So it's kind of interesting, right? You know? Yeah, it's fine. But he's great. I feel like I found a way that I can love and hate these, which is I take three of them, because they're great, and then I just get them killed, because I hate them. <laughs> I feel like that's the, uh, that's the play. I feel like there's going to be some heroic moments with these guys as well, though. They're going to just like stand around, just like beating the snot out of people, which is pretty cool. Um, should we take it? Like, I know this is a bit like left field, but should we just run over and look at uh, instead of just looking at the, the troop choices? Should we uh, just take a moment to quickly look at the Hearthguard unit, which is what he buffs? So he, the, oh, cool, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so, so he adds um, each time a model in a Hearthguard unit, a League Hearthguard yeah. unit. Um, uh, 
gets to reroll wound rolls of one, basically. Yeah. So let's go look at the hearth guys. So these John. are the elite guys in the exo armor. Yes, the elite guys in the exo armor. And John, their points are, I think they're 35 points a model. Is that right? Uh, half guard are 35 points a model. And if you give them a concussion hammer, it's an extra 10 points. And the units are 5 to 10. Yeah, the units are 5 to 10, which is super weird. Wait, is it 5 to 10 on these guys? Yes, because yeah. the, the troops are an interesting one for unit size as well. Yeah, so uh, they've got Eye of the Ancestors, which is Judgment and Steady Advance and Void Armor. So they've got a two-up armor save, and they reduce AP by one on these guys. So, and they've got the Exo Armor, so they're minus one damage as well. Yes, they do have Exo um, in... in melee. No, 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 sorry. No, no all just the time. full stop. Exo so Armor's just... full stop, yeah. So And they're Toughness 5 with two wounds each. So, like... In my opinion, pretty good. And they've got the... You can either have the Teleport Crest or the Weave Field Crest, which means yeah. they have three wounds each, and that doesn't cost anything else for the Weave Field Crest. They come equipped with it. So um, they have a four-up invulnerable save and a wounds characteristic three. So just to be clear, 35 points, if we don't upgrade them at all, and they are three wounds apiece, two-up armor save with uh, ignoring the first pip of AP, four-up invulnerable save, three wounds apiece. Like... Pretty tanky. I, I mean, so. I'm looking at my aberrants, and then I'm looking at these for five points more, and I'm just sat here like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Thank John, you. John, you play Dark Angels. You play tanky Terminator Dark Angels. How do they yeah. get there? Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Only the Sarge gets the crest. Thanks, chat. Only yeah. the Sarge gets It doesn't the matter crest. too much, though. Like, as we already talked about with the uh, um, Armour of Contempt equivalent, they've basically got the, the, the equivalent the of a one The Weaver Crest... It, they're wrong. It says the bearer's unit gains the shield crest keyword. The bear, so they, they get the shield crest, so they get the benefit of the shield, but he gets the wound. Oh, okay. He gets the wound, but they get the shield. Is that right? Because the bearer's unit gains the shield crest keyword, which I think there's a stratagem to to give them a better save. Okay, my apologies. Okay, so they yeah. don't go up. So just the sergeant has a three wounds and the four up invun. Okay, so then the rest don't have an invun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that makes. But sense. again, it doesn't really matter. Even if you're AP minus three, good. it's still got a four up save, so it's like whatever. Uh, so uh, the fishmen in the point in the chat, thank you. Just pointing out, we haven't yet talked about the sub factions, but every model uh, has the invun in the Ymir League. So maybe Ymir League. The Ymir League. <laughs> uh, well, there might there might well be like you know like like merely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll go back and talk about that in a moment. All right. So what are they what are they equipped with? They're equipped with ETH. An Econ Etican plasma gun, Exo Armor grenade launcher, and a concussion gauntlet. Um, okay, so the plasma gun is Hunter 1, <laughs> 24 inch range, strength 8, AP uh, 4, damage 2. Uh, so they've each got one of those. Uh, they've got Exo Armor grenade, which is 18 inches, Hunter D6, strength 4, minus 1, damage 1, blast. Uh, and then they've also got the um, uh, concussion gauntlet which is a uh, melee weapon, so it's going to be strength 8, AP 2, damage 2, with two attacks each. Not so, bad. Not bad. Uh, and they can, as John said, have a concussion hammer, so they get strength times 2, AP minus 2, damage 3, but then minus 1 to hit. Um, but I think, like, a nice little unit, right? 35 points? Yeah, I think they're really good. Yeah. So what's yeah. that going to be? I think that could be a build there. 175 points for those guys? Or you just take uh, 30 of them. For, 350 points for 10, 10 of them. 10, 50 points. You take three of those. You take one of those named character dudes. 
you take three of those 90 point dudes that just run around uh, and you take two psychos maybe yeah. and, and oh you I, need to fit that in and you need, and, I need to see what troops are and as Fishman has said in the chat, like if you could give it, make it so everyone's got, but we don't know exactly that yet. But currently, yeah, you could definitely build an armored, an armored phalanx, right? Um, and mm -hmm. their their plasma guns kind of cool. They've got a plasma gun, um, and then they've also got the grenade launcher. So dealing the like pretty high AP damage too to some stuff, and then just eating as many D6 shots into like horde. Yeah, around. I need to see how obviously they get obsec as well. That'd be important. Oh, uh, sorry, we do know that already. So, um, oh, uh, cool. Our troops are obsec, but I don't. There's two units that are obsec, but I'll talk about it in a minute. Um, a I'll poo. find it. Maybe John will scroll and find it for me. Okay, the other characters. Um, so we've got. We've only got one more character to go. Ah, uh, one more character. Yeah, Rockier Iron Master. I think is do. Um, and this is genuinely a confusing data sheet. I kind of gave up on it. Honest, when I was reading this, I was like, "What the fuck?" This feels like one of those pieces that eventually, eventually, be in every competitive list. You're not really sure what the fuck is going on. Um, but you've got Brockier Iron Master, an Iron Kill Assistant, and then you've got three Ecogs. Okay. <laughs> um, now they're all toughness four, uh, and Brockier Iron Master has got four wounds each, and they've all got a four-up armor save. Okay. They've all got yep. Void Armor, Steady Advance, and Eye of the Ancestors. And then we've got a ton of special. Okay. Yay! Multi-spectral multi visor in your command phase. If this unit contains Rocket Iron Master model, you can select one friendly League Core or Vehicle unit within nine inches. Do so until the start of that next command phase. Each time a model in that friendly unit makes an attack with a ranged weapon, add one to the attacks to hit rolls. Pretty okay. nice. Cool. So, that's pretty good. So he's kind of like a... Kind of like a an engineer, I guess. He's he's in uh, a what a tech marine or whatever it's called. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then you got Brockier's Guild at the end of your movement phase. This uses a one friendly league or vehicle model and heal D three of it, so uh, within three inches. And then you've got Ironkin Assistant. While this unit contains an Ironkin, uh, this unit can perform actions even if it is advanced, and it can shoot without its action failing. And then Ecog Support. Each time this unit uh, uses its Brockier's Guild ability, which is the heal. Um, uh, one or more ECOG models, uh, the model is being repaired regains one additional lost wound. Production of ECOG is ignored for the purposes of morale test. It's Brockier Master model is ever destroyed. All of the ECOGs are all destroyed. Uh, okay. You're happy with that? Yeah. Yeah, how many points is this? He's 80 points. Nope. And you can upgrade him for 25 points into a Forge Master, which is like a chief uh, tech marine. Okay, he, well, I have to see what the vehicles do, but yeah. Oh, is is he not a special named character? A Brockier Iron Master is like a, a no, rank. He's tech, he's, it, yeah, so it's a type of their equivalency of like a tech marine or a big mech. Uh, thank you, Yes Me Balls. Uh, yeah, so our two obsecs, Tom. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Should I go uh, for him now? Yeah, yeah, our two obsec units. Yeah, sure. Our two obsec units are... Um, Hathkin Warriors. Hathkin Warriors and also the Bikers. So those are our obsec really? units. Really? Yeah. Uh, bikers, yes. Why have a, what have a bikers called? Um, I'm sorry, I can't do all that. Pioneers? Pioneers, something yeah. like that. Yeah. How do they get off sec? Uh, they just are. It just says it in the rules further up. I'm on their slate now. I can't see anything. No, it says it further I think up. it's in the day sheet bit. No, it's not but in the I mean, day sheet bit. Uh, no, it's in the bit at the beginning. Right at yeah, the beginning. The, bit, yeah. the ability stuff. Oh, does it specifically call out two units that get off sec? Yes, it's it not does. Just a... Yes, it does. Okay, let me just have a check. Give me a second. 
Okay. Where right, is so, it? So I'm going to talk about Hearthkin Warriors. So these are the troops, the troopy yes. boys. Okay. Uh, well armored, well equipped, well trained, uh, with an array of powerful weaponry. Okay. So they come in units of ten, and you can have a, a unit up to twenty. Twenty. Kind of... Yes. Which I kind of like that, John. Do you like that? I I hate that with a passion. I think that's awful. You hate I that. like it because it yeah. it changes the dynamic of how people may take them. I agree. Because I I just like the fact that it can creates an actual decision to be made. They're eleven so, points each. So what this weirdly does is it limits the number of characters that you can have in your army. And the reason why it does that is because the easiest way to get access to characters is by taking battalion detachments. Yeah. Right? Everything else you can take one or two characters. Um, battalions you can take three. Which is why I was looking at, oh, you can have three of this guy and then one of him and two of these guys. I mean, it's like you need two battalions. To do that, you need to buy troops choices. But there are a minimum of ten guys. Yeah. Which is, how many points are they on my wall, Scribber? Eleven. So. Eleven points each. So it's 110 points. Yeah. I quite like it though. Let's let's, should, let's yeah. talk about the let's talk about the strats. Uh, sorry about the unit. Uh, they've got one wound apiece, unfortunately, uh, and they've got uh, but the, the 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 sergeant has got two, and they have a four up armor save. These are expensive for what they do. Yeah, four up. Uh, they they come basic with an autark pattern bolt pistol, um, and a, a bolter and a gravatic concussion grenades. So the bolter is two shots, strength four, AP one, damage one, um, yeah. and then the Russian uh, grenade is. It's right at the very bottom. The gravatic concussion. Oh, it's you. six inch D six grenade, five minus one one, but blast. Exactly, exactly. Now you pay. I think they're five points. So um, for every ten, you're able to pay. So for every ten that you've got, you're able to pay yeah. for one medipack. One multi-wave comms array and one pan-spectral scanner, and the medipack is five points each. Is that right, John? Uh, medipack's five points. The array—they're all five points, all three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably always going to buy the medipack because the bearer's unit gains a medic keyword. In addition, once per turn, the first time a saving throw is failed for the bearer's unit, the damage characteristic of that attack is changed to zero. So it's just a nice way of like ignoring the first wound. So if you're hit by one of those nasty beam weapons that does D3 plus 3 that spills, just your don't medic shoot with just that first, undo man. it. Yeah. What did you say, Tom? <laughs> just don't shoot them with that first. I mean, then. I agree, but people will yeah. make mistakes. Is that one per people, phase? People, people will still do it. In addition, once per, per turn. Soon. Once per turn. Okay. okay. Uh, and then you've got multi-coms array. Bearer's unit gains comms keyword. Whilst the bearer's unit is within 24 inches of a friendly Carl. The bearer's unit is considered within range of the model's kindred hero aura ability, which is reroll like ones that. to hit. I like that. Whatever. Yeah, I quite like that because it means you kind of you can split your firebase a little bit, right? Yeah, you can go you fire drop them somewhere. Yeah. If your firebase is strength four, AP minus one guns, then your firebase isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right. Give us a moment. Yeah. Uh, what's the hunter weapon profile? It's just something so they didn't have to write other words like heavy and and, and whatever yeah because uh, obviously they've each got the caveats so it's to negate having to worry about if they're assault guns people running or if they're heavy moving what's actually kind of interesting about it because they're either hunter melee or pistol right that's the only ones that feature in this army i'm pretty certain and so actually a pretty easy for a new player to play plays like space marines already um yeah like so that's pretty easy so you can ask your friend what the stuff does um, but anyway, all right. So units of ten. Oh, they've also got the pan spectral scanner, which I don't think anyone. 
which is the bearer's unit gains the scanner keyword. In addition, each time a model in this uh, bearer's unit makes an attack with a ranged weapon, the target does not receive the benefits of light cover. So, whatever. Who cares? Okay. Um, right, okay. So, uh, for each 10, you're able to select up to two different um, options. Which is uh, auto rifle, plasma missile launcher, uh, eater Khan plasma beamer, and your magma rail rifle. Okay, so yeah. uh, your missile launcher is a missile launcher. Um, your Magna Rail Rifle is strength 9, minus 4, D3, one shot at 25. With the Magna Rail special ability. Yes, which is, that's the beam weapon, right? That's that that's the one that uh, spills damage until everything's dead. Yes, spills damage until everything's dead. And it's D3 plus 3, but it's one shot, right? So if I had a unit of 20, I could have two of these. Yeah. And, you know, I could be like trying to do D plus three and spill the damage over. It's kind of interesting, yes. Um, uh, and then they've also got uh, the plasma beamer. Plasma beamer is. Uh, it's oh, the third one down. It's the Etacam plasma beamer. Right, and then that's a beam weapon, which is strength eight minus three, damage two. Thanks, Deccom. Love you loads. Uh, yes, so... It's a nice line. Yeah. All right. Um, the model's all-top pattern bolter can be replaced with some, one of the other weapons. So, Tom, what are your thoughts initially on these guys? 11 points I hate model. I, I hate this unit. The moment that you said 10 models minimum in a unit, I hated it. Because there's no reason for me not just to go spearhead or vanguard or outrider detachment instead. You, just, you don't really see a role for these this unit in the army no. anyway. Like, are you going to shove them forward and stand them on an objective using the Robsack? No, because they just evaporate compared to like the other unit that you just showed us, right? They don't really do much else apart from for 110 points. I'm just like, that's, that's really expensive. I don't want to pay for 10 of these guys. If I could pay for five, then I'd go for it. But uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, John, I, I don't see it. Yeah, so it's 110 points for 10. A Medipack would yeah. be 115. And then how much yeah. is it for our Magna Rail Rifle? So the Magna Rails are 20 each. Oh, wow. So 130 points for uh, subsourcing. Normally, you just look at the cheapest chips, though, unless you're building around it. I'm just like, oh, for goodness sake. Well, it's you it's so of, expensive. You kind of need a unit like this in a codex, right? Like, Or maybe you do. I, I, well, I, what are they going to do that something else can't do for you better? Well, I, which is kind of the role of a troop in an army, right? Like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if they ever intentionally write something like, well, this is shit, and you're like... Oh, I'm, I'm not looking at it, at it as in, a, oh, I need some of these guys to form, like, a, a realistic army. We'll play Warhammer 40k, it's not a realistic yeah, game. Definitely not. And I'm thinking, is there a reason for me to take these in an army for to do something for me? And the answer is pretty much no. Yeah, and also, Grinaldi in the chat is making a good point. Do they really need to have 10 different weapon options? Yeah, I mean, the other thing is I can't be bothered to read the day, it's late. I'm going to go with yes, though. <laughs> Can I just say I'm going to go with yes? Yeah, go for it, of course. And my reason yeah. is, is because this really feels like a modeler's army. Like, they, like they've spent... Yeah, sure. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like yeah. I could, like, I quite like the idea of running, and I agree with you, Tom. I think it would be a shit idea, but I love the idea of running <laughs> sixty, right? Like three blobs of twenty. Like, cause I'm just like, how awesome would that look? With like, this guy's got that weapon. This guy's. You could have like a fun day of playing twenty-five power level crusade with stuff, right? I think. I think I'm still rattled by the fact we've got twenty of these in that FOMO box. Yes, that's that true. still upsets me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if it's 115. With the medipack, if you're looking to save points rather than buying some of the hearth guard, if you've literally got 40 points you need to shave off, that's where you do it, I think. What here? 
Yeah, or if you're doing, say, a patrol and then something else because you're trying to just not spend too many CP Yeah. pre-game, that would be the other reason you'd need a troop choice. Yeah. As far as I can see, that's that's the only reason you'd need to put it in a list. I don't know. I feel is like... If you're, if you're kind of trapped into that. I feel like there's some but it depends cases... on the su- on, Depends on the sub factions as well, right? Because some of the sub factions may len- lean into having like tons of hunter shots or something. Yeah, having them doing that or something. I don't know. Without seeing all that stuff, it's kind of yeah, like... after we do the data sheets, we'll go to the yeah. we'll go to the sub factions. Okay. All right. Okay. So we got those guys. Let's go talk about the bikers. Um, we'll talk about the berserkers. The Hernkin pioneers. Yeah, the the kin pioneers. Okay, so they uh they come in units of three base, and they can be up yeah. to a six. Yes. Um, they move 12 inches. They're a biker. So they're toughness. Five. It's just they're not any tougher. So like everyone else is toughness five and these guys are still toughness five. I think it's we, the, uh... the armor benefits them just as much being on the vehicle, I suppose. Where do we run into the accelerated keyword? Uh, here. Oh, it's here. Here. There yes. it is. I see it now. Yes. So they yes. get to auto advance six. Yeah, they get yeah. to auto advance six. Um, so they are toughness five with three wounds apiece with a four up armor save um yeah how many points a model 30 points space oh that's not bad and then there's two guns there's the the rotary cannon and the ion beamer are 10 points each and then you can off you can give them a comms array the spectral scanner or a roll bar searchlight for five points or i could take the vault revolver which is free yeah there you go i'm all happy with that got the choices right and the magna coil auto cannon also free Yes, that's on the by default. So you get the, yeah, mm, yes. so you get that, and then concussion grenades as well. So what you're telling me is, I have a, an 18 inch movement model with obsec. Yes, and, and you can load it with a beam weapon if you wanted to do lots of like no. beaming across stuff. <laughs> if people have got big lines of stuff, maybe. I I am not spending points on these. They have one <laughs> role, and that is to chuck them at objectives and hold it. Well, let's talk about what their, their, sure their abilities. Ranger outriders, Tom. At the start of the first battle round, before the first turn begins, this unit can make a normal move of up to 12 inches. As if it were your movement phase, this unit must end that move more than 9 inches away from enemy models. If both players have units that can do this, the player who's taking the first turn moves first. Can I ask an obvious question? Please yeah. do. Where are the secondaries? Uh, further up. We haven't done that They're yet. under chapter approved rules. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, mm. we've got a pre-game move of, we got a pre-game move of 12 inches as well. So these guys are super fast. Obsec, um, uh, they've got some special rules. Fly Robot, keyword as well. Fly keyword, yeah. Roll by roll bar searchlight is an upgrade you can take. Uh, the units, uh, the Bear's unit gains the searchlight keyword. In addition, each time a model in the Bear's unit makes an attack, the range weapon target does not receive the benefits of dense cover against the attack. Yeah. That's minus one to hit. Minus one to hit. Uh, yeah. Multi-wave comms array. Uh, the bearer's unit gains a comms keyword while the bearer's within 24 inches. So same thing. It can have the reroll yeah. ones to hit aura, even though it's 24 inches away from the Khan. The Carl, sorry. Uh, Khan! Khan! <laughs> uh, and, then, <laughs> the, and then it's also got the scanner, uh, which is also you can remove light cover. So you can remove dense cover and light cover, right? Mm. Uh, uh, so... Mm. Uh, okay, and then we talked about the weapons, right, John? You went through the weapons already. Yeah, so you you can ha- it comes with the bolt revolver, which is just the the nine inch range pistol, one fives minus one AP, one damage, and a shotgun, which is assault two. It's the first time I've seen an assault weapon. Oh yeah, that's the first time. I think which is just, five we, minus one one. I reckon they just <laughs> forgot to write hunter in there, to be honest. Uh, yeah. And they got they also come with the ro- the 
They come with a rotary cannon. Oh no, the yeah. auto. Yeah. So the, raw, the auto cannon, which is Hunter three seven minus one two, so it's a slightly better version of an assault cannon with less shots. So it's half a... an half an assault cannon basically. With I quite like the rotary cannon. So strength, uh, so nine shots, strength six, AP two, damage one. Like, okay, no one else, mm, just me. Not really. It, it has a use, but it'd be costing you ten points for the privilege, right? Like, I'm, I'm looking. At... I'm going to be firing twenty-seven strength six shots from this unit, ignoring the benefits of dense cover and if yeah. you wanted to. So yeah, yeah. you'd be hitting yeah. them on threes. AP two. I'm just thinking how many points does that taking, cost? Yeah, how much does a, how much John does a unit of three cost without the upgrades the for the rotary cannon? So it's cannons. ninety points for three of them. To then put any of the upgrades on, it's five points for the war gear, ten points for the guns. Okay, so uh, that would so it go from ninety points to one hundred and twenty points. But like, I don't know. I don't hate the idea of just like yeeting these. No, up I don't either. Just, do you know what I mean? Re like, imagine if you took three units of three, uh, Tom. That's a lot so, of fucking dacker. So I'm thinking. As they just get Hello. thrown mm. forwards and hold objectives, I'm not sure because I think there's too much job second the game now. Yep. Like you look at Necrons, you look at the Nightbooks, you look at pretty much anything these days. I think because they only count as one on objectives, it's not massive. Uh, so it's probably not worth paying the 90 points for those units. Maybe like you get one or something for engage, I don't know, or maybe two because they're kind of cheap. But when you say 120 points for all those shots of strength six, that's not. I mean, the AP is rubbish and it's damage one, but damage one isn't bad. It's damage two that you have a problem with. Like yeah, what, what, damage one's okay. Let me let me make you excited, uh, Tom. So if for uh, hmm. uh, 260 points, uh, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what my one unit of six. That's 54 shots. Like, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. Can, well, if you, I'm if, not even looking at it that way. I'm looking at three units of three with uh, the rotary counts. I know. And that like, way, it's like. But let's yeah. be stupid and do three units of six. That's a hundred. That's a hundred and fifty, <laughs> hundred and sixty-two shots. Yeah, which all get reroll ones to hit. I'm certain that's not the right maths. But it's somewhere around. It there. is. It's fifty-four. <laughs> wait, it's fifty-four for six, right? It's twenty-seven yeah, it's for three. Mate. Fifty-four for six. Oh no, it is right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, no, I you. thought you just threw a random number out there. <laughs> right. Okay. We will we'll, we'll read the leagues in a bit. I promise. Um, I promise we'll do that. I don't know. I I don't hate the idea of three units to six. It's only going to cost me seven hundred fifty points ish. Yeah, think about that, Tom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair that's play. not bad, right? Just have like anyway. Um, all right, so we've done. So those are our, our core units, and there aren't many more units to go through. So we'll go through the yeah. rest of the units, and then we'll do the leagues, okay? Because maybe there's going to be some fun stuff. Okay, we've got. Um, uh, 750 points. What is that powering for my crusade game? <laughs> isn't that... Wait, isn't... A cru... Wait, 25 points is 500 points. So it's uh, 37 and a half power. Thank you. Yes. We, we don't do halves, mate. We just round up. 30... Okay, apologies. <laughs> okay. So just, then you got... just... yeah. It's uh, it's 39. There you go. I've, I worked... I just, I'd use the wind. It's so, 39. Uh, so our dev squad is the Brockier Thunderkin. Yeah, Spankerkin. Uh, they are nice. Thank you. Uh, they come in units of three. John, give me some points. Yeah, three, maybe. three to six, and the thirty-five points each. Okay, all right. So one hundred and five points. Uh, they come. Uh, they are three wounds apiece on a three-up armor save. So three wounds, three-up armor save. Um, they've all got a bolt cannon, which thirty-six inch range, three shots, strength six, AP two, damage two. 
Um, uh, yeah, that's right. They can swap them for a Graviton Blast Cannon or a Conversion. Huh? So the Blast yeah. Cannon is 18-inch range. This is the gun I really like, by the way. 18-inch range, D6 shots, Strength 5, AP 3, Damage 2. Right? Yeah. Um, and then it's Blast. So each time an attack made with this weapon is allocated to a model with a save characteristic of plus or better, the attack has a damage characteristic of three. So yeah. D6 shots that are strength five, so you should basically against Marines be hitting on threes, re-rolling ones thanks to the Carl. Yeah. AP three, so they're gonna have a four up armor save now with armor. Five up. It's a Marine. If the Marines in the open, it'd be a five-up save. Yeah, four yeah, because minus cover. two because yeah. yeah, and then it's damaged, and then against the Marine, it's damage three. Pretty nice. Yeah. Like, so if you have these sat next to a high Carl and a Grimnir that's just turned off Invans, a unit of these shooting at some Deathwing Terminators, you're rolling and getting loads of rerolls, fishing for the sixes to hit because you put a token on them. Those Terminators are just getting taken straight off. Yeah, that's pretty nice, right? Like, I like the yeah, Graviton you... Blast Cannon. How much more points is that, John? The Blast Cannon? Uh, the Blast Cannon's free is an upgrade. It's the Conversion Beamer costs five. Really? Oh. Yeah. Go on, Tom. Okay, so um, the problem you've got there is the same as Retributors for Sisters. Yep. They pop out, they shoot something, and then they die on, in return. Yep. Pretty much every time. Right? I agree. Um, the question is, is it then worth it? Well, it's a minimum of 105 points of free. Um, which, I mean, if they've got good damage, fair, but let's have a work out of the damage. So you've got Graviton Blast Cannon, you're going to be getting somewhere between three and six shots against those Terminators, so let's average it out and say it, average it up and say it's an average of 15 shots. Um, you're hitting on threes, so once. let's say you're improving that, re-rolling once, so you're hitting um, nine times, no, ten times, then re-rolling ones, that'll be about, like, two and a half dice, so let's say it's three, you re-roll on two of those, so that's two, uh, two more hits, so that's like 12 hits. You then are wounding on threes or fours, so it'll be, let's say it's eight hits if it's free, uh, eight successes if it's threes, and then it's five pin vulnerable saves. Or if you're on a, hitting a Terminator, it's four armor saves, because of armor of contempt. So you kill four Terminators, and then you die. Okay. All right, four Terminators. This is the best case scenario, and you're 18 inch range. Well, so, so as it's been pointed out in the chat, there is a league that gives plus 16 weapon range. Again, we're going to go back sure. to that in a bit. Yeah, okay. sure. But it's like with uh, Retributors, you've got a very specific role in that they've got a bunch of multi melters. They're going to jump out, they're going to vaporize one specific type of thing, and they're going to do it really, really well. Whereas I look at these weapons and I'm like, what do they one shot consistently? And is that thing common enough to justify these being taken yes. and traded? And the answer is probably not, no. Okay. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, we'll... Continue on. Um, uh, I, I don't think these are brilliant. I really like the bikes at the moment, but the yeah, I need to see this land fortress. Yeah, yeah. See so the, 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 but... the hunter is strength seven. So this is the other weapon you could take. The conversion beam. Sorry, hunter strength one, hunter shot one, strength seven, AP two, damage three. And it's a beam weapon. Uh, and each time an attack is made with this weapon, it hits a unit. If that unit is a hit, is wholly uh, more than fifteen inches of the fire model. One additional hit is scored against that unit. So that's your beam weapon, okay? Which is kind of interesting. Okay. Because uh, damage three, strength seven. Okay, and then they've got Omni Visors. Each time a model of this unit makes an attack with a ranged weapon, the target does not receive the benefit of dense cover, so no minus one to hit. They do like getting rid of that dense cover, don't they? They do. They they giveth and they taketh away. Uh, it's mm -hmm. almost the, the the cover stuff seems to be how they're trying to show the quality of the weapons in another way. 
rather than just going, here you go, they're really strong, really full of AP. Because AP is a bit boring, right? And nonsensically, either it's there or it's not. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's quite it's quite interesting what they've decided to do, right? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a unique mechanic, even if it is quite simple. You don't really see it being taken away from any other units. Okay, so the transport is called a Sagittaire. Sagittaire. Um, Sagittaire. It's, it's toughness 7 with a 3-up armor save. Uh, it's got a las beam cannon and a twin bolt cannon. Um, so the uh, oh, it's got nine wounds. Sorry, so nine wounds, three up armor save, toughness seven. Its las beam cannon is uh, a beam weapon, and it's heavy two, strength nine, AP three, damage D six. So that beam weapon gets to do the doesn't do spillover damage, but still, don't forget it gets to hit everything. You hit a target in front of you, and everything underneath that line gets hit as well. Yeah. Right, which is pretty, uh, yeah. Why is the Hylus mm. randomly heavy? I'm not sure. That's a good point. Oh, yeah, why, yeah, why is the Hylus <laughs> beam cannon a heavy weapon? And then everything else was it heavy in any other day's sleep? Hold on, let me have a look at the bikes. No, this just... is on a vehicle, that's why, because it doesn't matter for this. Oh, so maybe right, that's why okay. they've not changed it. Because if you think about it, heavy in vehicles normally doesn't matter. That's what they've engineered, um, Hunter to essentially do. For That's everyone. hilarious. No, uh, the Hylus Auto Rifle is Hunter 3. <laughs> oh, my God. They literally must have gone back through it, copy and pasted it. Okay, thanks. Good point. All right, that's fun. Okay, um, so it's got the Hylus Beam Cannon, which is uh, Strength 9. Two shots, Strength 9, AP 3, D6 damage, and it's Beam. I feel like that's mm -hmm. pretty good for a transport, right? Um, uh, and then... Okay. And then uh, it's also got a twin bolt cannon, which is strength uh, six shots, strength six the minus twelve. Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, twelve. Uh, no, it's. Oh no, it's twin. No, it's the twin. twin. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh, six shots. Sucks. Six yeah. shots, AP two, damage two. Uh, you can only carry five bros in this though, which is super weird. And not any XO armor or XO frame stuff. So that's all the chunky boys. Yeah, so you can't carry your Hearth King guy, like your 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 regular fellas. Sorry, your normal guys. Um, so this feels like it's just for putting the Berserkers, berserkers? In, who we haven't talked, to, yeah, who we haven't yeah. talked about yet. Mm, yes. Right, which is weird. You can take a squadron, though, so you can have two units of, have units of two. Kind of fun. So if, you, if you can have units of two, you can put a unit of ten guys split across them. Uh, can you? I bet. Okay. That, I bet that, although it's not written, I imagine... Oh, no, once they've deployed, they're separate, so no, you couldn't. So that, that makes even less sense. Or make a transport that you can't use your your troops in. It's, well, you can that use some. Of, you can use some of the troops. You just can't use those troops, basically. Yeah, you the, can fill the it. troop. Your your foundation core part of your army can't oh, go on. in it. Hold on, hold on. Um, you can select one Hearthkin warriors or berserkers unit that contains ten yeah, models. Yeah, two units. And yeah. you can. Yeah, it says it. So you can. Yeah. You can. Sorry. Yeah. It says I'm sure I've read it. In mounted yeah. assault. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um. So mounted assault. So if you do take your two units. Uh, Two transports you can put your five bros across the two like so you do and john how much is it for one of these transports <laughs> very cheap they are 110 they're not that cheap. You, say, you say very cheap <laughs> i was guessing cheap. i was hoping they'd be cheap, That's not and then very cheap. The beam cannon is an extra 20 and the missile launch would cost stop extra telling 10. me what like putting a really nice beam cannon on my expensive flimsy transports <laughs> Well, when you play Crusade, you, you use it WYSIWYG, so you're going to put all the guns on the vehicle. <laughs> it's like playing Death Guard with you, isn't it? No, like, I look at this and I thought, oh, I could put other characters in here, but no, you can't put Axel Armour in there either, so it's just going to end up being that named character and his three mates, or even the Grimnir with his two mates. 
Yeah. 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 Box. Yeah. Can't do, do psychic we... powers, Tom. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't matter. You could put him in. I never said he would be a good idea. I said you could do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so um, uh, next up is the Hecaton Land Fortress. Okay, so yes. uh, so this is oh, this is what D- Tom wants the iconic the battle tank. Yes. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, so it's toughness eight, sixteen <laughs> wounds. Okay, uh, toughness eight with sixteen wounds. And oh my seven. lord! He's <laughs> got, got two up armor save. Okay. Right. Why? I've just seen the points cost. How much is it? It's 230 base. Yeah. Okay, so you're it's, land, it's good. It's a land raider, basically. Yeah, it's a land yeah, raider. If, if a land raider was 230, it would still be too cheap, too expensive. Okay, well, you can, so you, can transport, <laughs> you can transport 12 bros in this, okay? Uh, each okay, exo, and you can also take X, and you can also take XO armor in it. Uh, but right, I could fill it with lads. You can fill it Fantastic. with lads. Okay, yeah, so you can fill it with All lads. Right. right, and it is tough to say with 16 wounds and a two-up armor save base, so it's a land raider, of course. So we take a um, squad of five health guard, and then I can fill it with character lads. Yeah. So it's equipped with a cyclic ion cannon, which is heavy, three d three at twenty four inches. Heavy. Is it a tower weapon? Yeah. Strength eight, damage yes. uh, AP two, damage uh, two. The towel traded them. That's utter utter garbage. <laughs> cyclic ion cannon. <laughs> uh, what 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 does that kill? Does it kill tanks? No, it's damage two and AP minus two, and an area of armor of contempt and minus one damage. Um, does it kill infantry? No, because it's not really got a high volume of shots. Can't even kill mega knobs. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, don't worry. Okay, it's, that's not all it's got. So it's got Gross. that, and it's also got an MATR auto cannon, which is heavy yep. six, strength seven, AP two, damage two. So, wait a minute, that's an auto cannon with an extra point of AP to counteract the armor of contempt, which took away the point of AP. Correct. Okay. Uh, and then it's okay. also got. Um, okay. A pan-spectral scanner. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and then four... The what scanner? A, pans, a, a pan-spectral scanner. <laughs> okay. Looking for all the pan-spectrals knocking it's around. Pan-spectral. Yeah. Isn't that a thing you put somewhere? A, a <laughs> spectrum. Spectrum. It's on a Sinesh demon world. It's just going yeah. off all the time. No uh, light cover for anyone. Yeah. Way. Yeah. No cover at all. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, uh, uh, then it's got four <laughs> bolt cannons, which are... Um, four bolt cannons are Hunter 2, Strength 6, AP 2, Damage 2. So it's going to have 12 shots that are Strength 6, Damage 2, AP 2. Then it's going to have two, uh, 3D3 shots that are Strength... So it's got, like, basically tons of AP 2, Damage 2 weapons. Like, so quite... the, use, the most useless two stats in the game. <laughs> um, specifically those numbers Good are the job. worst of all stats. Well, when it was when it was written 18 months two years ago it's probably like oh this will this will this will fuck them <laughs> this will fuck them right <laughs> but, but now <laughs> the idea of having 18 bikes right tom you're on my side now right yeah sure sure let's do it let's yeah do... why not Just, it's 150 yeah, strength six shots that feels no. good you would have loved the year of water spiders and seventh my mate i know man i know man um, but imagine uh, when you can win that with strength six against initiative value, and you need to be up by two points to actually uh, to actually wound on twos. I don't know. So you're winning against initiative four. Right. Okay. Listen. That's okay, um, Rob. I'll teach you seven. Thank you. Just please do. Yeah, we'll we'll only play eighth fantasy and seventh forty k. It'll be the perfect time. Um, <sighs> yeah. Right. So no. the, mo- the model can take one of the following options: it'll replace two bolt cannons with two ion beamers, or or four bolt cannons with four ion beamers. 
And the ion beavers um, are... That bolt can is terrible. <laughs> yeah, the ion beavers are 18 inch range. They're two shots, strength seven, AP two, damage two. Wait, isn't that the same? Oh, wait, sorry. You're replacing... Oh, but it's... Sorry, it's also a beam weapon. Yeah. So you could go pretty... Cr four... So you would have four beam weapons. You'd have eight beam weapon shots. I feel like the beam weapon is pretty much these guys' gimmick, but that's like going into the design process saying, lads, what if we made the, this army as useless as possible and that was their entire gimmick? Oh, no, I quite like that idea because, like, you've got, like, imagine you've got, the, like, the line like in front of you of units that are holding an objective. You shoot the unit behind them, yeah, and then hit them, like, I mean, what's it hit on? Hit what's the range of these beam weapons, Rob? Oh, wait, so, so the... Uh, <laughs> wait, no, so that beam weapon is 18... Yeah. What however, it's Are you shooting? However, the uh, there is another beam weapon we haven't talked about as well. I mean, you get pretty close. You're going to move ten, so you got twenty inch effective range. Twenty eight. I mean, inches. you get charged to die. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll talk about the Magna <laughs> Rail. Okay. So that's important. Uh, the model cyclic ion cannon, which you did not like, uh, Tom, uh, can be replaced with a heavy conversion beamer or a heavy Magna Rail cannon. We'll talk about the heavy Magna Rail cannon, which is one shot at thirty six inches. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. strength Oddly, 14. it's heavy one, yeah. not hunter one. Yeah. Not hunter one, yeah. Uh, four, strength 14, AP 4, 2D3, mm -hmm. plus 6, Magna Rail. Okay. So that means, it's a, it's, it's a, is it a beam weapon? No, it's not a beam weapon. No, uh, it's just a spill damage. It's just a spill damage, yeah. So you could nuke On a, a unit 6 with to that. wound. You what? Six to wound, you spill your damage, isn't it? For Magna Rail? With the Magna Rail. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but you could have the oh, character yeah. to pick a six to hit with this. So, what? Um, spill damage and ignore invulnerable saves. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I think you. Magna Rail. On a six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on a six. So, you. Wait, you just Can't ignore... take invuns and then um, sixes, you spill the damage across. At AP4. So, you could shoot a yeah. unit of like. I know Terminator as, as an example. You take the character, so he picks the six, yeah, and then you're going to be doing two d three plus six spillover damage, like which feels pretty good. Yeah, I mean it, it could be like I'm looking at this and I'm having to think about it, and this thing is insanely durable, right? Yeah. It's got the two up save, it's got the T eight. You can't reroll wounds against it. It's got armor of contempt, but it may live a long time, but it doesn't do anything. I don't know. I think like I think it's got some output. I'm not saying it's great, but I feel like it's... and also depends on the size of it as well. Because if we're it's here... a pain to get rid of, you just park it in the way of an objective for them. So why why aren't Lehman Rust hordes really good? Uh, like uh, because I think this has got a very different weapon to Lehman Rust. I think specifically mm. talking about the 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 spillover weapon, and like everyone saying in the chat, don't forget it's a six to wound ignores invuns. Um, no, I, I get that. But but if they've got the if they have the three um, judgments, if you've got three judgment tokens, then it's going to be any fours to hit are going to be spillover damage, ignore invun saves, like that kind of feels like um, okay, that's uh, pretty good. And does it, everyone's saying it's got a four up invulnerable save, but I don't see it with a four up invulnerable save. Yeah, I don't it's, know where it's it's still like even then the four up invulnerable save doesn't really matter when you've got two up and uh, armor of contempt. But I'm just looking at it and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I mean it's it's pretty durable, but uh, I. 
let's revisit this in three months and see if these things are doing well competitively. Okay. Mm. Let's so, put wait, it that way. so, John, how many points would it cost me to have the heavy Magna Rail Cannon and like just this bad boy and a heavy Magna Rail Cannon? It's not got points for the heavy Magna Rail Cannon. Oh, wait, so, so it's free? You can have it. It's a really? free upgrade. So then how much is the this only... unit going to cost me? 230 I need to okay. go to the dentist, Rob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. All right, okay. I kind of like it, though. I think it's quite fun. And like, don't forget, it's doing the heavy Magna Rail Cannon, and then it's doing like the beam weapon, if you wanted to, or it's just pumping out a lot of sh shots. I don't know. Okay, all right. Uh, then the final unit that we haven't looked at is uh, the Slap Kings, the Chthonian Berserkers. Okay, so they've Berserks. Got yeah, Berserks. Sorry. There's no R either. It's it's B Cirks. It's like B -cirks. I just don't get. It's yeah. like why? They're B sharps. Yeah, B sharps. So they come in units of five to ten. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. Like twenty-two uh, points a model. Twenty-two points a model. They've got two attacks. Sorry, three attacks each. This is important. Um. And they come with a heavy plasma axe. So twenty-three points, like you said, John. So uh, two thirty-one fifteen for five. Twenty-two. 22. Oh, no. <laughs> 110 for five, right? Yeah. Uh, they've got two wounds apiece, and uh, their weapon, the heavy plasma axe, is got two, two profiles uh, strength six, AP three, damage two, or strength as user, which is strength five, AP three, damage one, and that's a sweep attack. So you would end up making two attacks per one. So six attacks. So you would have 30 attacks coming out of these guys um, at AP three, damage one, or you'd have 15 attacks. Um, the gauntlets six. cost an extra five if you were to take the pair of gauntlets. How many points are these, John? Again, twenty-two. So it'd be twenty-seven if they've got the twin concussion. And, and second question: Why do these topless men have void armor as a rule? Because they're wearing half the void armor. <laughs> half the void armor. <laughs> they've only got a six-up armor, scene, right? Yeah. Uh, they've also got uh, each time they've got so for special rules they've got augmented. This will be paid for anything. Uh, each time a model from this unit loses a wound, roll a d6 and add one to the result if that damage characteristic of that attack was a 1. On a 5-up, mm. the wound is not lost. So they've got a 4-up DPR against damage 1 or a 5-up nice. damage prevention roll against uh, against everything else. We roll charge rolls made for this unit in each time a model this unit destroyed by a melee attack. Uh, if that model has not fought in the same phase to not remove play, the destroyed model can fight after the attacking model unit making attacks and then remove the play so you've got fight on death from this unit yeah is... um i don't mind these you quite like these well we're not finished. slapping the most cheap transports i want to see if you can get advance and charge from somewhere that'd be cool okay all right they're I'll like uh wolfen or rabarins it's pretty good okay uh all or models in this unit, uh, so all models in this unit can have their heavy plasma axe replaced with one concussion maul each um which is uh, which is five points, as John said, which is... No, they, that's the gauntlets of five. The concussion mall's a free option. Oh, okay, which that makes them be uh, strength 10, AP 3, damage 3, but obviously it's minus one to hit. Um, one every five models unit... Uh, one For every five models unit, one model that is not equipped with a uh, mole grenade launcher can have its heavy plasma axe or concussion mall replaced with one concussion gauntlet, uh, which is strength 8, AP 2, damage 2. Each time these better fights make one additional attack. Which is fine, and then you've got um, uh, the special mole grenade, dude. I think is crazy. Um, uh, for every five models unit, one model that is not equipped gets a 
mole grenade launcher. If one of Ten points. Has, has a mole grenade launcher, add one to its wounds and attacks characteristic. Um, and then the mole grenade launcher is 24 inches, hunter d6, strength 5, AP2, damage 1. Blast. Um, and you can shoot stuff that's not. So this is a throwback to an old Tau, uh, not Tau, um, Squat's weapon. They had a mole, which was a a thing that could tunnel. Okay. So this is, I think, it's meant to be not a a mortar, but actually a tunneling thing that gets people instead. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Like, is there like, is there some old artwork for it? No, but it's it's got you when you use this thing. There's a um, the model to represent it. There's a little um, L cog. One of the little robot things to go yeah. with them, which is just to, to represent that they've got the the extra wound. I think it's quite cool. I think it's quite cool. I think these are Tom. You like these? Yeah, I think they're cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this kind of archetype of unit anyway. But uh, we need to see if they've got like ways to get into combat that are a little bit better than just running across the board with movement five or going in the transport. <laughs> yeah, uh, even the transport is fine. Yeah, yeah no um, problem. They um, they can't move. They have to get out the transport before it's moved. As far as I no, sure, see. but if it's a fast yeah. transport, you can just yeah, yeah. stick it in a ruin and then say, come and deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Okay. All right. So that's all of the units. Pretty certain we've covered all It's of not them. a massive book, is it? Yeah. No, no, uh, it's not. Uh, so it's like, let's go look at some sub-factions uh, and then we'll look at some strategies and other stuff. So just before we, before we look at everything else and how it's going to change the shape of it, actually, I th- quite like the, the kind of conversation that like, we weren't really having it. It definitely feels like they're... Um, uh, like they're a good army for dealing with high toughness because if there's enough tokens, then they're not really too bothered about the toughness because if they're hitting, yeah. they're pretty much wounding. So I quite like that for their like way of dealing with stuff. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you have the abilities. Abilities. as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really good against transhuman, I guess. So that's my point. Um, so that's really fun. So I, I quite like that. I quite like the beam weapon stuff. Like I, I could definitely see trying to make it work i'm not saying it does work and will work super yeah. well but i could see trying to create the board state that i make it happen mm-hmm. seems no, like it, a fun thing it, it's making me think like the gene sealer crossfire mechanic where you look at it and go oh that looks like a cool thing and then you go and try to do it and it might not necessarily work but you've at least want to go and try it yeah because it's kind of a cool thing that rewards you if you if you can line it up yeah, agreed. Yeah, like, like, and and it might be quite powerful because, like, if you do enough, what was the the one on the big tank? It had like you could have eight beam shots from the same. Yeah, you get a four of them, couldn't you? Yeah. Yes, and then you would be because then you could be hitting the because uh... it was thirty inch range, or was With that the, the eighteen one? Eighteen inch one. It was the eighteen inch. Shots. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably only going to hit a couple of units, but theoretically. Well, I you mean, could you're do basically some good doubling. Them, right? You're doubling the output yeah. of the of yeah. the weapon, right? Yeah. Like, which is quite fun. Okay. All right. Um. Let's time time to look at the nitty gritty stuff. Okay. Let's talk about the leagues, different leagues. Tom, the first one is called the Trans Hyperion Alliance. I'm into that. I think that that sounds cool. Do you want to know who they are? Yeah. Go for it. Go what? The kindreds of the Trans Hyperion, and don't forget kindred. All of the, they're all clones, aren't they? Produced by an evil, senile AI. Uh, the kindreds of the Trans Hyperion Alliance are scattered far and wide, with many of their holds ships cruising at the heart of nomadic fleets, observing a secular cult of ancestral veneration that surpasses the dedication of the rest of their race. The kin of the Trans Hyperion Alliance are ever on the move, always seeking new knowledge and conquests. Okay, so they're uh, running away. 
It sounds like nerd pirates. Yes, effectively. Yes. Uh, each time a model with this custom uh, uh, makes an attack, if that mo model's unit is below its starting strength, you add plus one to its to hit roll. So cool. if, they've taken, if they've lost a model, plus one to hit. Okay. Each time a model with this yeah. custom makes an attack on an unmodified wound roll of a six, the armor pen goes up by one. So, and don't forget. Uh, any judgment the hits are going to count ones, as yeah. an auto yeah. six. So you've kind of got a bunch of like additional AP in the army anyway. And most of the shots we were looking at were AP two. Yeah, I'm more looking at this. Like if I stick stuff in transports, for example, those berserkers, and then they kill the transport, and then I lose one guy to the transport dying, which is yeah. likely when I've got five guys, I got plus one to hit on all my other dudes. Pretty fun, right? Or a blob yeah. of twenty yeah. Hearthguard guys sitting there. You lose no. one to the machine. No, no. <laughs> I knew you'd no. say no. So far, you haven't no. convinced me on the, no. the no. troops anyway. But no. I don't okay. think I, I think we're all trying to convince you that they're garbage. So it's, yeah. it kind of works. Yeah, trying, it's working on me at the minute. Uh, good, good, each time with a model, uh, so ancestral judgment. Each time a model with this custom, excluding cog models, making an attack against the target that has one or more judgment. Reroll wound rolls of one. So if a unit just has a judgment on it, now you're also rerolling ones to wound against it. Fishing for some sixes. Mm. Well, I mean, just that's to wound ones, though. So it's, just, yeah. yeah, but rerolling ones to wound just generally because the army's already got reroll ones to hit from the well for yeah. the core units anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have the the sergeant champion right because he's the reroll wounds of one. Yeah, and don't forget, I'm pretty certain that we we got um the plus we got plus one to did we get rerolls to wound from the Chthonian guy, uh from the yeah, big the, heavy the champion guy. Was yeah, yeah, the one, one that was wound or reroll ones to wound. It's three roll ones, I think. No, oh no, it was plus one. Yeah, it's three roll ones. Yeah, yeah. Have a check. He was, he, was, he was like a lieutenant, I thought, was what I remember. We got this this afternoon, Rob. We're not going to be perfect on the rules. Just going to have a check. Be fine. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just scrolling down quickly. Okay, so wall or trait. While John does that, is at the start of the first battle round, you can select up to three friendly three roll ones. One. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, three friendly Trans Hyperion Alliance units, wholly within your deployment zone. Remove those units from the battlefield, and then set them anywhere. You can even put them into strategic reserve. And, Ooh. and. Without having to spend any additional CP, regardless of how many units are already in strategic reserve. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, th thanks, Tim Weasel, for resubscribing and everyone for. Uh, they've yeah. got a stratagem called Cult of Veneration. Use this stratagem in any phase when an alliance model from your army loses a wound cool. uh, as a result of a mortal wound, you get a five up DPR again. Nah, that's a, that's a bit of a copy paste, isn't it? That's not a specifically good one. For CP. Then the relic is the Corve Deuce. Uh, add one to the, so this is a Grimnir only, so a wizard. Add one to the a wizard. Yeah, add one to the wounds characteristic for the Corve model. So they'd go up to uh, two, two wounds apiece. Quite interesting. Mm. Um, and while the bearer's unit contains one or more Corve models, the bearer can attempt to deny one additional psychic power in each of your opponent's psychic phases. And while the bearer's contains one or more Corve models, add one to the deny the witch tests. So if we take it with that upgrade, we could have a Grimnir that's plus one to cast with three casts and also plus one to deny with three denies. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty beef dude, but I'm not sure how useful it is. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's that I mean the bit that's pretty good is the reroll ones to wound with any like with a, just a single judgment and my whole army's rerolling wounds against you. Um hmm. Like plus one to hit, pretty much, if I take any damage in my army, and then also additional AP on sixes to wound. That's a lot of good yeah, stuff, yeah, nice. I think. 
I'm looking at that and thinking if I'm playing Crusade and I've got like a, a Grimnir that I want to be like this special character equivalent, then you could do that. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Um, okay, so then uh, we've got the Great Arthurian League. So this is the next league. Are you ready, John? I'm less enthusiastic about this I'm... name. I'm very. Also, if you look at the, if you scroll up a little bit there, Rob, and look yeah. at the actual symbol, it definitely just says Tau. <laughs> it does say Tau. It does so say Tau. So I'm already biased against these guys, okay? You okay, know. the Great Thurian League are as uncompromising mercenaries. They are driven by the causes of exploration, resource acquisition, and military conquest, boasting scores of allied kindreds and near inexhaustible ranks of kinhost warriors. Um, uh, anyway, that's it. Okay, so. They're right. all about. So the lead custom is ruthless efficiency. Models with this custom, excluding cog models, count as two models when determining control and objective, or five models if they have a wounds characteristic of ten or more. Each time a unit with this custom is selected to shoot or fight, you can re-roll one hit roll or one wound roll when making that unit's attacks. Nice. So you could kind of you could take you three big land raider tanks and drop them on and be like, count as ten. Wanted. That's okay. Because like, mm. I, I don't hate that. Just drop two on. So I, I was talking a little bit about the uh, bikes earlier and how the fact they only count as one kind of caused me an issue. Yeah. Uh, but counting is a total of six. For three? Yeah. For three. It depends. We right. need to, I, I need to see the base size. I need to see the base size. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure it's all yeah. the problem, but it's at least a thing I can think about. Quite a big base size. I think yeah. they're at least the, 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 the larger cavalry size. Overalls. Okay. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have oh, I know what base size they are. They're juggernauts of uh, corn. Um, okay. I don't know. I've got. I have not seen a one on the current basis, so I'm not entirely certain. But uh, yeah. well, well, we'll see. Uh, okay. Uh, so, um, oh yeah. So uh, Grinaldi is pointing out in the chat. Uh, you could always, uh, if you if you do decide to take your heavy magma. Uh, so, like, if you take your big tanks, so this is kind of a cool thing. Each time a unit with this customer is selected to shoot and fight. Okay, so Grinaldi, nice little idea. So, take three of our land raiders, yeah, with the rail beam cannon magna dudes, yeah. The magna then doodles. They count as 10 for holding an objective. Nice. Fire, each one's got a beam weapon, and then you get to re roll the to hit on that. And if you're firing against uh, someone with a judgment, then, you know, fours are going to auto no invuns. D6, no, D3 plus 3 plus D6 or something. Damage? Crazy. Like, mm. I think there's... Yeah, John, what's the profile on it again? Because that could be pretty interesting. So the heavy Magna Rail Cannon, 36 inches, heavy 1, 14, AP minus 4, 2D3 plus 6 with Magna Rail. 2D3 plus 6. Okay, and then they've also got Ancestral Judgment. Each time yeah. a model with this custom makes an attack against the target that has one or more judgment on it, the enemy unit is considered to have one more judgment token than it actually has. Cool. Yeah? So, that's pretty good, right? Bonkers. Yeah, that's good. That's really, really nice. Thank it basically you. means that you're always getting, like, fives because you can just slap a judgment token on turn one with your Carl, then this counts as two. It's pretty solid. I think it's. I think that's really strong. Like, that's really mm, strong. Yeah. Like, crazy strong. Uh, and then you've got Warlord Trait, Pragmatic Wisdom. When this Warlord is on the battlefield, each time you spend a command point, use a strategy, we can re-roll. You can roll a D6 on a 5+, plus, the command point is refunded, uh, which is fine. Fine. And Whatever. Then, no, one, no one's paying. Well, I mean, you, you can. It's fine, but you're not buddy. taking it for that. You're taking it for the... No, no, no. You're taking it for that Ancestral Judgment, because that's crazy. 
Like, and you're only buying a Warlord trait if you really want one now. You're not just taking it because you get one. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Okay, so this, uh, so the Greater Thurian League is definitely for taking some Magnum Rail Rifles. Uh, and then you've got a CP stratagem, one CP. Use this stratagem when the Greater Carl uh, model from your army uses its Grim Efficiency ability. Selected enemy unit uh, gains one additional judgment token. <laughs> so you get two. That means that then as a result... It counts as uh, three. Judgment would be three. So you straight away get someone at max. Straight away, maximum yeah. on a unit. So you could, like, you could, so you could pick an imperial knight. Yeah, you could be like, you, you're on four, three judgment, well, two judgments immediately. Um, uh, I'm going to shoot my three magma rail rifles. I'm going to reroll to hit all of them, uh, like reroll to hit, and any four pluses, you get no invun saves, and it's AP four, which gets you down to a six up armor save. So like, you could, you could comfortably kill a knight, comfortably kill a knight. And yeah. this is this is the um, uh, Trees just mentioned in the chat is the special characters from this this uh, sub faction. Um, this is the the guys in the kind of Sons of Horus blue green color. All oh, right, yeah. So this is the the main guys with the with the name character. Wow. Uh, wait. So yeah. So per yeah, this is per command phase. It should be called maximum grim efficiency. <laughs> that's pretty good though. <laughs> like that's crazy. And then he's got um, uh, the relic Corvic Curious. Is the bearer has a four up invulnerable save. Giraffe. Uh, sorry, thank you. Each time an attack is allocated <laughs> to the bearer, the armor pen uh, of the attack is reduced by one to minimum zero. This is cumulative with a similar bonus to the void armor ability. Crazy. So you could you could give this to one of our guys, give him a teleport homer, then give him you know our big fighty single solo melee characters. Yeah. Yes. This is yeah. a way to the give champions. Him a four, yeah. And this is a way to give him a, um, a four up invulnerable save and be ignoring AP two. On his two-up armor save. Mm. Do you yeah, want to hurt him anyway? Yeah, <laughs> you what? Do you want to hurt him anyway? <laughs> I didn't want to fight him anyway. He sounds Fine. like a jerk. Yeah. Just bring more grots. Jeez. Yeah. I like that league. Because you can definitely see buying like three big tanks and going crazy with that, right? It's definitely in a league of its own. Okay, nice. Waiting for that for a while. Um, I like that one. Yeah. I, think, I think that one's got a really solid identity. Like You understand what he's trying to do. Okay, next yeah. one, Orcs. Uh, the Urani Surta Regulates. The kindreds of the Urani Surta Urani. Regulates. Urani. Urani. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Price stoicis stoicism and self-reliance, and usually for their race. Okay. Um, they disparage wastefulness above all else and will subsist uncomplainingly upon the absolute minimum doing so well, bringing them victory and they click survival. Okay. Add one to the toughest characteristic of models in a unit with this custom. What? Plus one toughness. Yeah. Pun. Plus one toughness. And then you can do the sucky power as well. Yes. Toughness nine buggy tank things. <laughs> oh yeah, there'd be toughness nine. Is that right? <laughs> doesn't really help because it doesn't. It's not limited to like core or infantry or anything. So everything's got that. No. Toughness five bikes because there were only toughness four before. Yeah, now bikes tough, could be toughness five before and have a toughness six. Toughness six bikes now. That's cool. Love that, because that's already what I'm taking. I'm taking 18 bikes already. Um, okay, you can re-roll film morale test. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just like, I, I can't help it. <laughs> Why would I take anything else apart from this? Uh, yeah, Ancestral Judgment. Each time a model with this custom, excluding Cogs, makes an attack against a target that has zero judgment tokens, the enemy unit is considered to have a judgment token when determining what bonuses apply to attacking model's attacks. So, um, uh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm starting to feel like these tokens aren't going to be at all a, a problem to get too many of. No. Uh, each time this wa- <laughs> so the warlord trait, each time this warlord loses a wound, uh, roll 1d6. So he's got a 5 up DPR. Pretty nice. Uh, you like that. CP stratagem, waste your last breath. Waste not your last breath. Use a stratagem in the fight phase when an Urona Satra Regulus character from your army that has not already been selected to fight is destroyed. Do not remove the model from play. It can fight after the attacking model's unit finish making its attacks. After resolving the destroyed model's attacks, it's then removed. You've got a fight on death on a bro. Nice. And then the, the relic, the abiding mantle, um, unless the bearer is the closest eligible target, enemy models cannot target it with ranged attacks. Because the dude abides. Yeah, the dude abides. Yeah, the abiding mantle. Um, this one sounds pretty good. Tough. I like. Now I'm a bit torn, but toughness six bikes. I like that. What do you think, John? I think it it feels very strong, but I kind of I find whenever I go through these sorts of uh, kind of looking through sub factions, it's nice to have this problem where I look at it and go, I don't know which I'd prefer, and then maybe it leans into specific play styles as well. Hopefully, so I'm hoping that we'll see some others. What are those Terminator bros? They're gonna be they're gonna be toughness six. That's pretty. That feels pretty good. Um, uh, My uh, preferred playstyle is whatever the best way of playing the army is. I just take right. this one, guys. Well, the transport, the trans, so the the Sagittors with the plus one toughness would be toughness eight as well. So you'd have your little buggy things being a pain in the ass as well. That well, that's... you're not massively fast. What you want going to want to do with this army is just walk up the board and just push everyone off because you can always control the space a bit better when people get close to you, right? So you can always just walk into the center of the board, that central line, and just push people off because you're more durable. You can't really get shot off. And if anyone wants to come close to you, you're going to hit them with a judgment and just keep pushing, right? The thing that allows you to do that best is plus one toughness. You take that so far. I don't okay. know if there's anything else coming up. All right, so the Ymir conglomerate. Yeah, because I think it's a cute trick that you can do the Magna Rail thing. Um, but, like, don't know if it's actually going to work out. Uh, so the Ymir conglomerate uh, are renowned yeah. for two things above all else. Their vast material wealth and their spectacular technologies that they craft with it. A league whose mantra is ever quality over quantity. The Ymir conglomerate deploys some of the most elite, heavily equipped oath bands. Okay, so the league custom is Master of Armourers. Add four inches to the range of characteristics of all range weapons. Don't need weapons. that. Nope. Uh, with this custom are equipped with models in a unit with this custom that have a save characteristic of 2 plus gain a 4 up invulnerable save other okay. models in a unit with this custom gave a f- gain a 5 up invulnerable save okay. so, the, so the tanks get a 4 up invulnerable <laughs> save because um, they've got a 2 up armor save haven't they the little yep. transports get a five up invulnerable save. Your whole army gets a five up invulnerable save. The hearth guard gain a four up invulnerable as well. The hearth the guard iron... gain a four up yeah. invulnerable save, which is crazy. Um, that's pretty good. Okay. So pu- pull it back a bit because invulnerable saves aren't as useful as they were in eighth. This only does anything against things that are AP minus four or better, unless you are playing as the troops, which have a four plus armor save most of the time anyway. In which case, it's AP minus three or better. In which case, I don't see it as being more valuable than plus one toughness in any situation. Okay. Who's mass spamming AP minus four? Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, and Datcom in the chat agrees with you, Tom. So, well done. Good math. Uh, it's actual judgment <laughs> each time. <laughs> I guess I'm right there. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I know. You're all agreeing. <laughs> no, it's all. I'm yeah. just being exactly. Um, uh, oh, I need son. So then, uh, ancestral judgment. Each time a model with this custom, excluding cog model, makes a ranged attack that targets a unit within half range, uh, the target has one or more judgment tokens. The armor penetration of that attack is improved by one. Okay, whatever. 
AP5 magma. Boom. <laughs> the damage characteristic, so this is a warlord trait. Of all weapons, this warlord is equipped with by one. Uh, pulsed beam discharge is the stratagem. This stratagem in your shooting phase when you veer conglomerate unit for primary select. You select one model in that unit and then select one beam weapon that is equipped with it until the end of the phase. Each time a hit is scored with that weapon, the target suffers one mortal wound in addition to the normal damage. Okay. Uh, so you can do one beam shot with that, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, and then you've got... I mean, the tanks having a two-up armor save, a four-up ignore... A four-up ward save, an uh, invulnerable save feels pretty good, right? Big tanks? No? No, not really. And it'll be a four-up ward for them, because I have a two-plus armor save. And it's okay. like... Because right. I suppose you'd probably want to have more toughness than that if it's less impactful against the AP, right? Yeah. Okay, and then the Relic. Uh, once per battle before making saving throws, it can activate the Relic if it does so until the end of the phase. The bearer has a three-up invulnerable save. Each time the bearer would lose a wound, sort of a ball wound. Plus. Okay, so we're not th we're not feeling too much about the Ymir conglomerate, even though it sounds strong on paper. We prefer, tough we prefer plus one toughness. I personally prefer... I think the first one with all of the uh, the addition, uh, the second one. I like the uh, adding additional judgment. I think that ends up being quite good depending on what you're shooting. Um, then the Cronus Hegemony, Hegemony, <laughs> the Cronus Hegemony. Um, okay, let's just read what this stuff does. Uh, League custom battle prowess. Each time a unit with this custom fights, if it made a charge move, was charged or performed heroic action. Add one to the attack's characteristics. So this is where you're going to take the fighty bros, right? Um, yeah. Each time a model with this custom makes a melee attack, if that model's unit made a charge move or was charged or provoke action, add one to the attack's strength characteristic. So plus one attack and plus one strength. So, John, what are the heavily armored guys with the guns uh, with our two-up armor save bros? Because I feel like... Uh, the Thunderkin, right? Iron here, Hearthguard are the, the big heavily armored that, guys. Let's talk about ones with a gun, Scriver. No, no, the big talking, gun dudes. Yeah, the gun... Yeah, not the big axe guys. The, yeah, the gun... Not um, the, the Devastator-style ones. Yeah. They are not, No, not the Devastators. No, no, no. The, the so two-up armor You're on about the, the, the elite Terminator guys. Yeah, the Hearthguard. Iron here, Hearthguard. What's their melee? They've got two attacks each base, right? Two attacks, three for the, the sergeant, the high seer. So they'd have um, three attacks each for a unit of five. And then how many, uh, what's their weapon, what's their like profile? So if they've got the uh, plasma gauntlets, it would be strength six, so go up to strength seven, AP minus three, uh, one damage. One and if they've got the gauntlets, they'd each get an extra attack as well on top for the, the gauntlet itself. Okay. This sounds kind of interesting. Each time, so they've got a judgment. Each time a model with this custom uh, makes a melee attack against a target that has two or more judgment tokens, the armor pen characteristic is improved by one. So uh, you get plus one if they've got two or more tokens. They've got um, a warlord trait, which is each time this warlord fights, if it's within engagement range of an enemy character or monster unit that fight is resolved, add one to the characteristic each time this warlord makes a melee attack you can hit roll and each time this warlord makes a melee attack against a character or monster unit add one to the hmm. and then they've got bloody expectations stratagem uses stratagem in the fight phase when bonus homogeny unit um uh is selected to fight until the end of the phase each time a model from that unit makes a melee attack uh unmodified hit roll of a six scores one additional hit right what yeah. do you think mm. of that? It's decent. So, 
it's it's fine. It's it just doesn't really add to your win condition as far as I see it. Now there could be another build other than the way I described it that uses something else other than just plus one toughness, but I still can't get off the plus one toughness train. Okay. Okay, that makes so sense. So if that's a six on something that's got a token, uh, if it's got a judgment token on it, that six would then it's basically exploding into two successful wounds. There are sixes as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I, like, I quite like this. I quite like this. John, yeah, what's, the, what's, the, what's the relic blade? So this it replaces a forged raw uh, plasma axe or a dark star axe, and it basically it's called the just blade, which is strength plus one, AP minus four, and two damage, where specifically invulnerable saves cannot be taken against it, which is pretty cool. That's good. That's good. Uh, I, I quite like that. What do you think, John? I think it's it's helpful. I don't think it'd be like, oh, I've got to always put that into the list. It's just, it's it's nice rather than anything kind of exceptional. Mm. Well, so that is the end. Um, oh, it's the end of the sub-factions, unless you build your own Ooh. custom sub-factions. We've got the custom ones, yeah. We've only yeah. got uh, one page of these, though. So only it's not like page. it's uh, a massive plethora of options. So we've got so eight take, choices here. Did you take one or did you take two? Let's have a look. If you've chosen a league does not have an associated league custom on pages 51 and 55, you must instead create their custom by selecting uh, rules from here. Three customs, unless yes. they are an ancestral judgment, and you can only have one of them. Okay. But the ancestral judgment will just be picking, like, I am this sub-faction, but not yeah. painted that way, right? Okay, yeah. so you don't actually... There are, there are actually, like, four ancestral judgments, so... Like... so you, you have to take one of them. <laughs> yeah. And only okay. one. Oh, there is a second room somewhere. Okay, thank you, but we don't know where that is. Somewhere. Um, yeah, that's the, the last leak that we need. Okay. And then yeah. uh, we'll find Wait, that. Shall we go here? through these? Yeah, okay. So the ancestral judgments are uh, Vengeful. Each time a unit with this custom is destroyed by an enemy unit, the enemy unit gains two judgment tokens. Terrible. Uh, brutal efficiency. Each time a model with this custom makes a melee attack against target as one of You missed the tokens. first one as well, though, Rob. No, so I was just doing the ancestral judgment. Uh, because you can oh, sorry, 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 my mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like, uh, sorry, I completely okay. ruined your. Uh, so this is each model <laughs> with this custom uh, makes a melee attack against target that has one or more judgment tokens. An unmodified hit roll of a six scores one additional hit. But that um, means it scores two wounds on sixes, then. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because right? it's got a judgment token. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's, yeah, nice. <laughs> Uh, each time this unit is a, so close quarters prioritization. Each time a unit with this custom declares a charge, if it only declares a charge against one target, and if that target has one or more judgment tokens, add two to the charge roll. Okay, I prefer brutal efficiency. That's way. Cool. And then taking it personally, mm, yes. each time a unit with this custom is selected to shoot or fight, if all the mobs in that unit make the attacks target the same enemy unit, after resolving those attacks, if that enemy unit suffered damage, not of those attacks, but was not destroyed, roll d6, add one to the result. If the unit not being attacked below half strength, five plus. <laughs> The enemy gains a judgment token. Dear God, that was too much. I, I, I kind like of like very... close quarters prioritization, to be honest, out of those four. Oh, I really? like the plus two charge. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really, really important to compensate for the five inch move. Um, okay, the plus two. So that's the plus two to charge. Yeah, because right? if you make a charge roll, let's say you make it, you've got a seven inch charge, right? You make yeah. that. That's a, you do it on a five now, but that's more than one movement phase worth of movement. There is also the option to put quite a few. And then pile units. in. There's also quite a, yeah. an option to take give a few units uh, priority homers, so you could deep strike and then just be like, "Cool, that it's a seven now. It's a seven-inch charge, like which is pretty good." Um, yeah, yeah, solid. 
yeah. you've got to choose one of those. I quite like um, uh, brutal efficiency. The uh, sixes explode. Yeah, basically. that's definitely solid, but it's uh, it's more acky, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, and then, so then the ones that you can take, so those are the ones you're going to take one off. Then uh, you've got martial clone skins. Each time a model this custom makes a melee attack, if that model's unit made a charge move or was charged or performed heroic intervention, add one to attack's characteristics strength. Um, uh, then vengeful, each time a unit with this custom is destroyed by an enemy unit, the enemy unit gains two judgment tokens. And one. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather just get plus one toughness than any of you still. Uh, yeah. yeah, super fair. That's uh, unfortunate. Are there any uh, more to go through there, Rob? There stoic. is, my friend. There is <laughs> stoic. Reroll failed morale test taken for a unit with this custom. Mm -hmm. um, no. Terrible. <laughs> uh, Honoring toil. Each time an attack is made by a model with this custom, unit is below starting strength. Add one to the attacks uh, to hit roll. Add one to that. Yes, to the attacks yeah. to hit. Um, mm -hmm. Each time a model is below starting strength. That's the same as the other one, right? And then war songs. Each time a league model this custom makes a melee attack, if the target of that melee attack is within engagement range of two or more league core units from the army when they attack, fight, you can re-roll the to hit roll. Two rolls to hit. Kind of interesting. I feel like to... you'd probably kill it anyway. I mean, that's decent though. With the force to uh, hit automatically, do big demugas. Yeah, right? I, I agree. Okay, yeah, all right, well, solid. Tom, you're popping off now, right? Yeah, I need to head. Um, I've got things to do. But uh, enjoy the rest of the stream, guys, and I'll talk to you uh, tomorrow or hey, later in chat or something. See you later, guys. Thanks for stream. Bye. Hey, Me and John. John, we don't have tons left to do. Uh, what are you thinking of it so far? I think it's it's interesting. I'm I'm enjoying the, the concept of them being an opponent to play against rather than one that I pick up and do myself, though. Okay. But that's kind of cool. It's nice sometimes just being, oh, cool, this is a cool thing to play against. Because you don't always want to be the person piloting the new things either. So it's kind of nice that I'm excited for people that are more excited about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Like, um, oh, no, both. Both is great. Yeah, like, I'm excited about all of it, to be honest, John. Actually, <laughs> I think it's not that, like, it's nowhere near as, like, I think the, the Night Codex was fairly convoluted. Um, and oh, I, I, it... it it was it was hard to read let alone to play with yeah i agree okay um so this is this is some crusade stuff that we're looking at here so we're going to skip this pretty quickly yeah and then we're <laughs> going to go to <laughs> we're going to go to some warlord traits and then some stratagems john not long like boy reviewing these codexes is is a slog right yeah um yeah, yeah. so we're doing so we've we've already touched on things like the upgrades, the Votanic Council stuff. So we don't need to do those. None of those. So now we're just doing Warlord traits, okay? Uh, so each time this Warlord uses an ability, so this is uh, wait, hold on, Warlord traits. Uh, so yeah. ancestral bearing. This is the first one. Uh, using uh, an ability in your command phase that spe specifies a range, you can add three inches to the range of that ability to a maximum of twelve inches, and then add three inches to the range of this aura abilities. You roll ones to hit aura as an example. Yeah. Um, so putting that on like a lord, uh, a high car would be kind of helpful if you're trying to make sure everyone's got as many rerolls as possible. Yeah, because if you want to make like a shooty gun line, right, you you, you take this and you get as much rerolls as you. Because I'm guessing you wouldn't want to have the the comms on all your units, because obviously that the cost of that could add up. Maybe there's know, more I value. Quite, in... I quite like the comms. It gives yeah. you some real. Like, it gives you because it's pretty wide, right? My guy's yeah. in the middle, and then that unit on the left is twenty four. Twenty four. So and... theoretically. You should cover, cover most of the table if he's in the middle, yeah. I think he's so you right. might not need you might not need this then, but yeah. it's nice to have, right? Then you got the As warrior lord. Each time this warlord makes a melee attack, you can reroll the wound roll. 
Each time a melee attack made by this warlord is allocated to an enemy model, that enemy model cannot use any rules that ignore wounds it loses. So you could put this on our big beefy uh, uh, fighting Terminator. The guy. aggro man, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the aggro guy. The champion. That's quite fun. Um, yeah. Because well, I don't know if, if having the Carl as your warlord even gets you anything, really. So unless you were getting a... Like, if you're playing a non-Nephilim game, you wouldn't be thinking about just putting random warlord traits on things just for the sake of it. It needs to be worth the CP because you don't have CP otherwise. But you don't so, get one for free, right? Of course. No, so you ha it has to be one you definitely want, not just like, well, I've got. To. So uh, obviously, the only other reason is if you've not got uh, the name character as your warlord. But I don't think his his wasn't that great, from what I remember. Uh, I mean, he reduces damage one to a minimum of one. Was right? that was that was that was that his trait? John, I really like the sub faction where you count yeah. as having additional um, uh, additional. Uh, what's he called? Uh, additional judgments. I think that yes, that feels terrifying because that's just that's getting you where you want to be already without yeah. having to actually yeah, do like, the work. <laughs> yeah, you're like are oh, you like oh I've hit, also I've wounded. Like like you, do, you it feels like it's hyper efficient, right? I don't. I'm sure someone will work the math out, but it feels good. Um, okay, a long list. Right, so Uthar has ancestral bearing and experienced eye are his warlord traits. Oh, so he has them just for taking him. He has, he has two of them. So he he's a two for one. -er. Oh yeah. So he's got a ancestral bearing, which is extend the range. And what's the other one he has? Uh, the eye one. Uh, unrelated to oh, I don't see it. Oh, that that's probably his sub faction. Yes, which is the uh, super duper boys, the great Ethereum. He's got uh, no. It's pragmatic wisdom. I don't know then. Oh, strange. That's not on a page we've got, unfortunately. We'll oh, hang on. Experienced it. Eye. Here you go. I found it. It's the High Carl one, which is in your command phase. He can use grim efficiency one additional time, um, and you can only select an enemy unit that has not already been selected for it. So basically, he gets to do two tokens. Okay. So All he's right. finger gunning with judgment finger, tokens. Finger gunning <laughs> tokens. Okay, love that. Uh, all right, so a long list warlord trait. Each time this warlord makes a ranged attack, the target does not receive the benefits of light cover against the attack. Uh, each time uh, you select the target of this warlord's ranged weapons, you can draw the lookout, sir, rule for any unit that has one or more judgment tokens. Nice. That's kind of fun. And at the end of each phase, if an enemy unit uh, with judgment tokens was destroyed during that phase by a league unit from your army, select one enemy unit that is visible to the warlord. That unit gains a judgment token. Oh, I like that. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Right? Because there's, there's definitely, like, I can sit, I think I've, there, there seems like it's leading towards there'll be ways of moving them around as well. I think that's a strategy from variety. So that's quite fun. Yeah, because if you take the one where you can auto-dish out two... You spend a CP to basically auto-dish out two judgments, then yeah. it counts as having three judgments. You wipe that unit out. You basically start that process again on another unit. Yeah. Like, I love that. You just can't hide from it. No. Uh, the guild affiliate, in your command phase, you can set one friendly or unit six inches until the start of your next command phase the unit has the objective secured ability um and if a model in that unit already has the ability that model counts as one additional so you can double obsec uh, so you can make your your elite dudes obsec so if you've got a blob of 10 of them they're just going to sit there surviving and they've got obsec just to help push people off potentially that's horrible isn't it especially if you give them like the if we go for the plus one toughness or four up in vulnerable save one like Okay. Just sit uh, in the middle and just go, mine. 
Yeah, this is mine. <laughs> yeah, this is mine. Uh, unrelenting toil. While a friendly league core unit with the, uh, is performing an action within six inches of the warlord, that unit can shoot without the action failing. That's pretty nice, especially yeah. if you know that you're like building towards doing certain actions. Well, some Keeper. of the missions have have actions as part of the the primary now, so it's kind of nice to be able to do them. Otherwise, you're scuppered. Yeah, because you don't really have any cheap action monkeys in this army, right? No, 110 points worth of 10 models is the best you can get. And that's still that's pretty pricey to be able to do the action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Grim Demeanor. While this friendly uh, League core units are within six inches of Warlord. Unit can ignore any or all modifiers to each characteristic, and each time a combat attrition. <laughs> Eat that, just... Night Lords. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'll just stop reading that. Uh, relics. John, honestly, can we skip the relics? That's the one I don't want to do. There's a million. Uh, and I, I think we could maybe do that another day. <laughs> Quite yeah. comfortably. We're not doing relics. Relics are. Right. Chapter approved rules. Okay, chapter approval rules. No mercy, no respite. The ancestors are watching. At the end of each phase, each phase, score two victory points if one or more enemy units that had one or more judgment tokens were destroyed by a Votan unit from your army during that phase. Fucking lol. Score an additional one victory point for each of those enemy units that had three or more judgment tokens when it was destroyed. Let the end of the battle reduce the number of victory points you have earned from the secondary by one. Zero for each unit that is on the battlefield or that is embarked on transport that it is self uh, that has one or more judgment. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that's go that's so easy, but actually mm. that's pretty tough because if they've got any judgment tokens on them, then you lose a point for each one. Okay. So if you tag anything, you have to kill it. So you have to go right. Yeah, but they also this one they also get down, a judgment token murder. when they kill your units. Yes. So you need to not be dying and also kill them. Time. Okay, that one's pretty fun. Okay. Uh, grudge match, which is purge the enemy. If you select, select this objective, or, uh, then before the battle, you must identify five units from your opponent army, one of which must be the enemy's warlord, and make a note of them on your army roster. If your opponent army has five or fewer units, then just at the end of the battle, for each of the identified units that was destroyed by a Votan unit from your army, you score one victory point. If that unit had a points cost of 154, you score one additional victory point. And if all that unit was destroyed by a melee attack, you score one additional victory point for a maximum of three. The unit's points value includes points value of all weapons it has. In the battle, reduce the number of victory points you have earned um, for each of the identified units that has not been destroyed. Uh, okay, these have got all got like a like a, a negative, right? Yeah. So they always make them as a like they seem to be trying to make them so that they are challenging to score, but rewarding if you do succeed with them. Okay. Rather just like done. <laughs> yeah, and a bit of a negative if you don't get it right. Mm. Yeah. Um. All right. So then what we've got is shadow operations. So uh, if you set this objective for an inverted infantry or biker unit, hello, if your army can attempt the following action. Uh, one Votan infantry or biker unit from your army can start to perform this action at the end of your movement phase if it's in range of uh, an objective marker that is not within your deployment zone and has not already been selected by your army. Unit cannot start this action if enemy units nearby, excuse aircraft. The action is completed at the end of the turn. If completed, the objective marker is said to have been prospected by your army and you must roll a d6 adding one to the result. If that unit has completed the action, scanner keyword. Oh, so this is why you take a scanner. On a yeah. six plus, that objective marker is a rich deposit subjective marker. Each time a unit from your army completes this action, you see three victory points at the end of the battle. If you control one or more rich deposits, 
for an additional B victory point. This is like get the good bits for orcs, but you have to make a roll and you've got to hold them at the end. It feels a lot harder, but I feel like that orc one needs correcting anyway. So it's, it feels rewarding. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And I guess you build your list around to be able to do the action and then defend those objectives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. So that's um, uh, prospect. Wait, prospects of wealth. And then lay claim, which end of game objective. If you selected the secondary objective, then during the resolve pre-battle ability step, your opponent must set up three objective markers anywhere on the ground level of the battlefield that's not within six inches of their own deployment zone or any battlefield edge and not within three inches of each nine inches of each other. They cannot be set up on terrain features with the unstable position. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so containers and things like that. Yeah, each uh, represents precious resources but does not count as an objective marker for any rules purposes other than secondary objectives. At the end of the battle, you score five victory points for each of your precious resource objectives that you control. That's cool. I think that's it's, cool. It's cool. I'm not sure I would want that one necessarily. There might be better ones to take from the just the stock ones, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They all feel thematic at least. Do feel thematic? Yeah, they do. I quite like them though as well. There's like a I like the judgment one. I think I would I would 100% go for no. Um, the ancestors are watching. I'm really yeah. into the judgment mechanic, but that's because I think my brain is telling me that it's wrong. It's strong. Yeah, something <laughs> in my brain is being like, that's good. It's scratching that's... that itch, and, you, and you're just like, so? <laughs> so. Like, especially you're going to 3D was... print some judgment tokens to put next to things as well. Well, so you know when I was talking about the one billion like bike shots that you could do either? A bike of, a, a yeah. unit of six bikes, 54 shots, yeah. right? Yeah, if I take the self-action yeah. where I do two judgments, I basically just go two judgments on you, count as three. I'm going to roll 54 shots. Half of them auto wound. They hit, because obviously it hit on fours, and they yeah. auto wound. And it's AP two, damage. I think it's damage one, but it might be damage two, but it's probably damage one. Damage uh, two, I think they were. It was five no, minus the, two, two, wasn't it? Well, the, the no, bolt, it, bolt no, things? Six minus two. Do you want to check for me? The bike shot. Is this the bike ones? The bike yeah. one? The, the, big, the big bike shot? Uh, no, the. Yeah, the big the the one that's nine shots or whatever it is. Yeah. Sure it's damage uh, one. Uh, uh, the rotary cannon is six minus two one for the yeah, rotary exactly. cannons. Exactly. But you're still giving yeah. you're still giving twenty seven wound dice to someone at AP two. Like feels great. Um someone said that it's one in three gets the cool gun. Is that right, John? Oh no. It's for every twice. three models and it's one company equipped with the rotary cannon, what one iron beamer. Oh. Um, if and if they're equipped with those weapons, they add one to their attack and wounds characteristics, so they get tankier. But okay, all yeah, right. that's a shame. All right, so that's well, why you'd have three units of three then, because you'd get three of them across I mean, three units. I still love the plus to wound, like the the judgment one. I think the judgment one's the strongest one, personally. Uh, but maybe Tom, uh, Tom's right, and it's the say uh, six up toughness or the plus one toughness. Yeah, because toughness just affects every interaction. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It Shooting does. and melee. So I can see it. Um, Doesn't right. necessarily mean it's the most fun. <laughs> no, right, stratagems. Let's see how we can suit these bad boys up. Okay, accelerated response. One CP. Use the stratagem when you move phase when a Votan accelerated unit from your army selected to advance. In the phase, at 12 inches, the move characteristic of each one of this unit. So, okay. An incredibly fast unit can go incredibly faster. 
ancestral yeah. sentence uses strategy in the shooting phase when a Votan unit from your army is selected to shoot, or in the fight phase when it's going to fight. So at the end of the phase, each time one of that unit makes an attack against target that has one or more judgment tokens, he roll the hit roll. Wow. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, and and it's only a CP. So I've noticed already that the first page's worth, they're all one CP strats. Yeah, so like, so let me get this right. If I take a high Carl, I can pick a yeah. unit and be like, oh, a core unit, sorry. And I can be like, yeah. you guys are all getting rerolls to hit. And then I can also pick, I can spend a CP and be like, you're also getting rerolls to hit. Again, if they're shooting something with a judgment token on. Yeah, again, with, yeah, well, I mean, I'm yeah. taking a, a Carl who's also going to put two judgment tokens on. He's going to be a... <laughs> 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 uh, wait, and also, is it reroll failed to, failed to hit? No, it's just to hit. Okay. The, the failed failed has disappeared. Ninth edition has removed the ambiguity bit. Well, that means if I hit on threes, as an example, John, I could yeah. even decide to reroll my threes, hoping to turn them into four Fishing, pluses. yeah. Fishing yeah. for auto wounds. Yeah. That's, that seems crazy, man. That seems crazy. Okay, uh, core buster fire pattern. Use a strategy in a shooting phase after an enemy unit is hit by an attack made by a beam weapon. John, this is all you. Fired by a Votan model in your army. At the end of the phase, each time that enemy unit is hit by another attack made by a beam weapon, fired by, by, fired by a Votan model, roll a d6 on a 4+, plus, the enemy suffers one mortal wound in addition to normal damage. A unit can only suffer a maximum of six mortal wounds. Strategy. So, okay, so this is where we stack the beam weapons on our big tank. Having those four beams go meow, meow. Right? Because, wait, isn't it? Oh. Wait, it's four beam weapons, but they have two shots each, so it's eight beam attacks. You get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they're two attacks each with beam, yeah. 18 inches away as well. And you move to yeah. 28 inches. I think, I don't know, I know Tom wasn't, like, big on it, but I actually think that that's pretty yeah. decent. And if you're using the heavy beam beam one as well, that was the 30-inch range one, that's two shots each as well. Okay, that's good. I like core buster fire pattern. That's got a situation. Um, Cyber Stim Infusion. Use this strategy in the fight phase when a Votan Berserker unit from your army is selected to fight. Until the end of the phase, each time one of that unit makes a melee attack, you can re-roll the hit roll. Okay. Loads of re-rolls in this army. Um, uh, <laughs> the Hunter's Mark is a CP. Use this strategy this in your shooting the phase. Wait, this is good. This is the one. <laughs> Use this strategy in your shooting phase before making a hit roll for an attack made by a Votan model in your army. If the target has one or more judgment, do not make a hit roll for the attack. It automatically hits the target. My God. Oh my God. So you could do your beam weapon with this. Is what we like. That's the big one, right? Because yeah. That means you auto. Wait, it just means it automatically hits. But does it? Does that mean it automatically hits as a if six? It's, if it hits, if you've got it auto hitting, they said for the purposes of auto hits to wound, it counts as a six. But I don't think that the hit would count. It it count as a success. Okay. So it need to be. But it so doesn't... it wouldn't trigger the judgment unless you roll. It. You'd need to roll it realistically. If you wanted to try fishing for the judgment, like auto wound, because if you're hitting on a three, it would count as a three. Okay, yeah. Not as a six. So I'm less bothered about this. Yeah, I think that's more if you wanted to just guarantee getting something to hit, and then you've got a very easy wound roll to not worry about. Well, that to be honest, I want to just trigger as much judgments as possible. I'm a true dwarf. <laughs> uh, Kinbond is two CP. We've got a two CP, John. Got to be good. 
Use your stratagem at the start of the fight phase. Select one enemy unit that's within engagement range or two or more Votan core units from the army. So at the end of that phase, each time a Votan core model makes a melee attack against enemy unit, you can reroll the to wound roll. There you go. <laughs> that's pretty good, that's, right? That's pretty handy. Because if you if you say you got a transport full of the berserks, but you, you drop you them out. All, yeah, but you also have to have two core units engaged with it as well at the same oh, time. Oh, it's core, isn't it? So it wouldn't be the, the transport. Unless the transport's core. Just I'm trying to think, like, you could literally get out of your transport, charge the transport into soak up Overwatch, then the Berserks go in, and actually then you've got the two units. Uh, they John, are not core. That's John, a shame. John, John, while I read the next one, find out which units yep. are core, because that would be important. Okay. Um, the Might of the End here. Use the strategy in a shooting phase. When the end here hit your... Uh, the enemy... Oh, sorry. When you when an enemy unit from your army is selected to shoot or fight, um, when a unit from your army is selected to fight until uh, the end of the phase, each time a model from that unit makes uh, an attack, add one to the attacks to hit roll. Okay, so plus one to hit, basically. Right in the shooting or fighting phase, plus one to hit. And there's already some pretty easy ways to get plus one. To hit. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. A lot of t plus one to hit and re-roll all hits as well. Okay. What have you found out? What's core yet, John? Um, essentially, not the vehicles. So the Thunderkin, the Pioneers, which are the bikes, the Berserks are core. Yeah. Obviously, the Hearthkin Warriors are as well. So it's everything apart from the two vehicles. Okay. And characters, obviously. So that's pretty good. Does seem. Going to lie to you. Um, okay. All right. So uh, optimize volley. Use your strategy when you're shooting phase when a Votan unit from your army sets. Shoot. At the end of the phase, each time one of that unit makes an attack with a bolt weapon uh, on an unmodified hit roll of six, one or more additional hit board. If the target is uh, unit contains 11 or more, um, when this strategy moves, then two additional hits are scored. Okay, so this is this is our we've got 10, 20 of our like regular troops or Thunderkin, even. Yeah, and oh, yeah, or Thunderkin as well because they've got the bolt cannon, which is three shots each. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So yeah, and the, yeah, the, we're taking the eighteen-inch gun on the Thunderkin, right? That's not bolt. The bolt can is thirty-six. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, because the other one's the grav one, unfortunately. So I like the grav one personally. Yeah. All right. So then the next stratagems. Oh, okay. Page two. Rifling. Oh. Um, is a request stratagem. So like, take a warlord or a get like a relic or a warlord trait. So easy. Uh, next yep. one is family famil familial loyalty. Use a strategy when your opponent's charge phase. Select one infantry or Votan bike unit from your army. So at the end of that phase, the unit eligible nice. to perform heroic actions if it was a character. That's really cool. Yeah. Especially if you take big fighty boy. <laughs> um, uh, light them up. Use a strategy when your shooting phase after a Votan searchlight unit from your army has resolved its attacks. Select one enemy unit that's hit by one or more of that unit's ranged attacks in this phase. Every unit in your army is from the same league, excluding unaligned units. Selected enemy unit gains a judgment token. So it's one CP, get a judgment token. It's right. illuminating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> uh, uh. Luck, has, uh, luck has need keeps toil earns. It's CP. Use a stratagem at the end of your movement phase. Set one Votan Court infantry unit from your army that is within range of the objective marker until the start of your next movement phase. Uh, while that unit is within range of the objective marker, the unit automatically passes morale checks. Unless that unit makes a ranged attack or declares a charge, that unit 
for any rules that would cause any action to fail. And each time a model of that unit would roll a d6 on a 6, it's not lost, so a 6 up DPR. It's kind of interesting, I think. It's I think. it's a nice, that's a toolkit that I feel like so often you'll just go, right, I'm putting this on just because this action has to be successful. For like, say you're doing the one where you're trying to find the um, the, 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 the spoils on the objective. If you don't want to mess that up because someone is close enough to you, why not, right? It can help. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. All right, Mag Riders, it's a CP. Use a strategy when your opponent's shooting phase when a Votan biker unit from your army is selected as a target of a ranged attack. Within the phase, each time an attack is made against it, minus one uh, from the attacks to hit roll. If the unit is advanced during the previous turn, the attack's hit roll cannot be re-rolled. That's ah. nice. To, to show its speed, I like that. Yeah, okay. That's great, right? Minus one to hit and you can't re-roll it. Like... Okay. Uh, Newfound Nemesis, Nemesis is a CP. Use this strategy when the Votan Warlord or Grimnir model from your army is destroyed. The enemy unit that destroyed the model gains two judgment tokens. The destroyed model was Grimnir. They'd suffer three judgment tokens. So you get one of those champions, yeah. make it the, ag the aggro build, make it your Warlord specifically knowing it's eventually going to get taken down, yeah. and then he's just in there and just splats judgment tokens everywhere. What I like about this, actually, is uh, with Newfound Nemesis, is we, we we understand that, like, two judgment tokens is like a CP's worth of value. Like, and then you can take the sub-faction that, like, yeets sub, like, yeets out judgment tokens like they're going out of fashion, yeah. right? Like, I feel like they may recalibrate some of these numbers and cap how many you can do. What, the judgment token? Because what, it what... feels like might. It might. <laughs> it I might be it. a bit too boisterous at the moment but take a high i want it to be fun yeah take it take a high carl and then dish out use the stratagem so that's two judgment tokens on one and counts as three then use the other carl for another one so it's going to count as two pretty fun uh and that's turn one they haven't even killed any of your stuff if they kill any of your stuff and the stuff that, that kills your stuff is going to be good stuff right theoretically yeah <laughs> I'm just going to shoot you with grots, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I won't use any of my good stuff. All right, outflanking pioneers. Use the spectrum at the start of the movement phase. Select one Henrikan pioneers unit from your army that is more than six inches away from enemy models and within six inches of the battlefield edge. It's the mission you're playing uses speed reserves. Place that unit into reserves. The unit cannot arrive from the same turn. So you basically can take them off and put them back on yeah. the board later. Handy. Handy. Because if, if you've gone and killed something... And then the next, your next turn, you're like, okay, what am I going to do? And they're still there. You just you get them out of dodge to then bring them back on the next turn, which is so helpful. In yeah, I think can't it's... see a reason not wanting to do that. <laughs> right. Okay. So point bank fusillade uh, is two CP. Uh, use a strategy at the start your shoot phase. Select one Votan infantry or bike unit from your army. Until the end of the phase, Bodice's unit can make attacks with range weapons, even when their unit is within in engagement range. Um, <sighs> Uh, that's pretty good. Range of enemy units. Thunderkin. But they can only, <laughs> yeah, they can only make such attacks against the enemy units that they are within game range of. If uh, a model makes an attack with a beam weapon, that attack is only them. Uh, note that if this model is one range weapon, you can. Okay, so just normal rules probably just apply. Yeah. You just shoot into that. And if, unit. And if it's heavy, it's minus one moisture. So you're, you're counting as a dreadnought essentially in combat. Yeah, that's two CP, which I think is amazing. Yeah, especially if you've got a blocker like six. Thunderkin sitting there. Yeah, yeah, right. Not but no, not the Thunderkin. What's the what's the heavily armored guys? The two up armor saves. Oh, the um, the iron, the iron here. 
Einheer? Hearthguard, yeah. I was just thinking, because if you're shooting in combat, your Thunderkin have got the big heavy guns. You'd be there graviton blasting people at point blank yeah, range. Yeah, but I don't think they survive, right? Where I think your big heavy armoured guys do, and that's why you spend the 2CP on the Hearthguard. If you're right. in the sub-faction that gives you the extra toughness, you're going to be toughness 6 on your Thunderkin? Yeah. With a 3-up save. So maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think you're still right, yeah. Although they've got plasma guns and Volkite disintegrators, so they could... Yeah, you could be... Sl- well, yeah, because the Volkite disintegrators aren't pistols, so you'd need to use the stratagem to shoot them at people in combat. That's what I'm saying. Because that's... 6s to hit more wounds as well. Yeah. I, I think that's what you use cool. it on. Yeah. Um, okay, so then you've got reactive reprisal. Use distraction when your opponent's shooting phase after an enemy unit that had one or more judgment tokens expected to solve its attacks. Let one vote and corner unit from your army that was hit by one or more of that enemy's unit's attacks this phase that is not within the engagement range of enemy units. That vote on, that vote on core unit um, can immediately shoot as if it were your shooting phase, but its models can only target the enemy. Um, uh, unit when doing so, and only if the enemy unit is in the eligible part. After resolving its attacks, the vote and core unit that is not eligible to shoot in your next shooting phase, vote and core unit uh, was a unit of Hearthkin Warriors. Its stratagem costs one CP, otherwise, it costs two CP. Um, so, uh, a lot of stuff there. John, I know you broke up a little minute there. Yeah, I didn't hear half of it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I read it. So, to, yeah, it's quite cool. You get to shoot if someone, if they have a judgment and they shot you, you get to shoot them, right? I like that. Just cause it's like, it feels very dwarven in that whole kind of like being petty and grudgeful. Yes, right. Like, it does not. Yeah, they. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, Grimrock Barrier is two CP. Use your strategy when you come man face. Like one Votan unit from your army with nine inches of a Grimnir model. Um, that unit and the models it contains stop being affected by any psychic powers that has been uh, that have been affected it had it been manifested by the enemy unit. So the start of your next command phase, that unit and the models it contains are not affected by malediction psychic powers. That's quite fun. Specifically, that doesn't stop your vortex affecting your guys potentially. Oh, that is interesting. That is good. Yeah. Because null zone for space marines, you can affect yourself. <laughs> Bad. Super dumb. Way. Um. Okay, so next up, uh, Bastion running. Use a stratagem in your command phase. Select one uh, Hecaton Land Fortress model yeah. from your army until the start of your next command phase. That model is considered to have its full wounds remaining. Nice. Fight a top bracket. Cool. Uh, combat surgery, one CP. Use a stratagem in your command phase. Select one Votan Medic unit. Nice, and that can be your, your core troop. Yeah, because that's just an upgrade, isn't it, for one of them? Yeah. Um, up to E3 destroyed models will return to that unit. That's not bad, really, because you could potentially get three back. Yeah, which is going to be like 33 points, 11 points a model. It's probably not necessarily the value you'd necessarily want, but if each of your units are kind of 10 mans, if they haven't quite wiped them, it's just a pain, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It's in the command phase. Like, I probably, probably very situated. And I currently, like, there was nothing I read that made me want to take the basic troop bros. Yeah, I think I, I just I like the idea of using them, but I don't necessarily know whether you'd actually gain having them over something else still. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, personal grudge, one CP, use the strategy command face, select a character from your army uh, and one enemy unit that's on the battlefield until the end of the battle. Each time a model in the character unit makes an attack against a selected enemy unit, the enemy <laughs> unit is considered to have three judgment tokens. Wow. 
on it for the purposes of determining what bonuses apply. You can only use this stratagem if every unit from your army is in the same league. Um, okay. That's pretty fun. I like that. So, so if you that's pretty epic. You just go, I'm coming for you, and then he just runs at them. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, in the right hands, which is one CP, distraction before the battle when you are mustering your army. If your warlord has the Votan keywords, like one Votan character model from your army, and give them one ancestral relic. Must be a relic they could have. Each relic in your army must be unique. Oh, is this a relic one? Is that just taking a relic? Yes. Yes, it's... Must be unique. Cannot use this strategy to give, you two, to give a model two relics. If you're, so in Strike Force, you can use the stratagem twice. So this is just a way of giving more relics out. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a requisition one. Sorry, I was, I was reading it, just going, what? <laughs> you know what? I'm happy. Yeah. I'm so happy we did the units before we did these. Like, stratagems yes. is, like, such a drag, right? Like to just, It's like... also context-heavy. Like, if you don't know what the units do, yeah. then looking at it and going, what's that keyword mean? means nothing in a stratagem. I agree. All right, well-ordered retreat is a CP. Use this strategy in movement phase. When a Votan core unit from your army falls back, the unit is still eligible to shoot. Even though it fell back, it's an ultramarine. Concussion Blast is one CP. Use this strategy in your shooting phase. When a Votan concussion unit from your army uh, is selected to shoot, select one enemy unit within six inches. Start your next shooting phase. Selected enemy unit cannot fire overwatch or set to defend. That's nice. nice. Each time more than that selected enemy unit makes an attack, subtract one from the attacks to hit roll. Okay, quite fun. So you I, can cuss someone and then charge them. Yes, that's good as well. It's not like not a bad thing. Uh, Ion Storm use the strategy in shooting phase when a Votan unit from your army sets to shoot until the end of the phase. Each time a model with that unit makes an attack with an Ion weapon, nice. Uh, an unmodified wound roll of a six inflicts one mortal wound on the target. In addition, any normal damage to a maximum of six mortals. If this unit contains eleven or more models. Stratagem cost two CP. Doesn't the isn't our beam weapon an ion beam weapon or place the ion weapon on a big tank? Uh, on the big tank. On the big uh, tank. Let me just check. It's there's uh, there's a blast weapon that's an ion cannon. There's an ion beamer. Yeah, there is an ion beamer. The yeah, eighteen inch beamer is a beam, which is an ion one. So that's the seven minus two two damage one. So it'd be more wounded in addition to that. Okay. That's that's pretty nice. Pretty interesting. Uh, subterranean explosives is 2CP. Use this strategy in shooting phase when a subterranean explosive unit from your army is selected to shoot. To the end of the phase, each time you make a, a range attack, subtract one from the attack's wound roll, and if it hits scored against a target that's not Titanic and cannot fly, start your next shooting phase. Um, Moly. Characteristic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a mortar, right? It's a, it's, um, it's a thingy, a, a, a shell quaker cannon. It's, yeah. It's the, the Death Core Krieg have got them, Yeah, but it was originally a squats thing. Uh, we are uh, reading. Um, okay, so we've got the ball wave system jammer, jammer which is 2CP. Use this strategy at the start of any phase. Select one Votan comms unit from your army then select one enemy unit within 12 inches uh, of that unit until the end of the phase. The enemy unit cannot be affected by any aura abilities uh, that, your, uh, that units in your opponent's army have. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. So that stops things like you feel no pain auras from medics and pain boys and stuff like that. That's really nice to then stop right? shenanigans or like force fields, like Big Mechs and Azrael's Invan aura. Oh my god, suddenly it's you kind of got this, this yeeting character hitting in and then you turn everything off. 
Yeah, you just turn off all of their oh. ability, aura abilities. I love like, oh, that. you want to you want to interact? No, no interactions for you. <laughs> uh, and then you've got overcharge, overcharge shield crest. Okay, this is what you can take on the characters, right? Like the sergeant yes. stuff. Use the strategy yes. in, in the phase when a Votan shield crest unit from your army is selected as the target for a range attack. Until the end of the phase, each time a range attack is made ah. against that unit, uh, transhuman, transhuman, and the shield crest uh, keyword gets added if you put a shield crest on the sergeants for the squads. So. You can give it to one of your units. So this is where your infantry unit can actually survive a bit longer as well. Yeah, agreed. Like, very interesting, I think. Uh, all right. Um, and then we've got Panspectral Warning 2CP. Use this strategy at the end of the reinforcement step of your opponent's movement phase. Set one Votan scanner unit from your army that's not within the engagement range of the enemy units. That unit cannot can shoot as if it was shooting. Phase. Oh, so it's basically all specs tactics. Yeah. As long as you win them. Yeah, it's exactly all specs, yeah. All specs tan scan, not all specs tactics. Sorry. Not the YouTube <laughs> channel. Uh, and then finally, side-to-side transport. Uh, use the strategy with the teleport. Uh, start your movement phase. Set one vote on teleportation unit from your army. And remove from the battlefield. Reinforcement step. You can set it back up. And if it's a character, it costs one CP. Otherwise, it costs one CP. That, John, is your lot, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen That's of the jury. That's a lot of cool toys. Um... It is a lot of cool toys. Uh, it's uh, like a lot going on there. What do you think? Talk to me. Tell me. They feel like a really fun army, and I'm trying to think about it. And like you know, when Admech dropped, yeah, and you looked at it, and there was definitely things missing from the army. Like they didn't have a flyer, they didn't have transport. These guys feel a little bit more rounded. I don't say I wouldn't say they're a complete army still, but they at least feel quite playable. Yeah, where because... they stand. Because we know this is going to be wave one of one army, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we've got an elite combat-y thing. We've got a throwaway combat arm unit. We've got a big vehicle. We've got transport. We've got some bikes. I think it's well-rounded enough that I look at it and go, there's a few different ways you can build them as well. It's not like when, what was a good example of, gee, Harlequins. It, they end up looking very similar, the armies, no matter what. This still feels like you could build it in different ways, specifically for different sub-factions. Yeah, I think the models are great. I agree with Think Before You Skink. Oh, hi, Mark. Hope you're well. Um, I think the models are great. I think uh, the judgments, it's super strong, man. That feels like it's... Like, maybe the math on it doesn't work out. I don't know. They've at least got some... I don't really think that... The, but I think, like, the Hearthguard... But do they, need to, do they need to be good? They, they're meant to be just your troops. Yeah, I mean, it's good that they haven't given, like, a ton of shots out, right? Because if they're all... Like auto wounding on fours, too many shots. Um, are, Le Leagues of Votan aren't Imperium or Chaos. They have no Neither. keyword, they and they're not no... Xenos. And they're they not are Xenos. Imperium adjacent. They're Imperium adjacent, yeah. But they're also tower adjacent, so they're somewhere in the middle. Yeah, Some somewhere around there as well. They're centrists, the ultimate centrists. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, John. I quite like it. Like, I feel like yeah. I can build little fighty. Um, those little fighty combat characters. I feel like yes. I can build some armored terminators. I feel like I could build a, like a tank build. Um, like even though that might be a yeah, but it kind of reads like I can because the team thing. But is you want to, right? Like sometimes it's nice to just do something because you want to, not because you're going right. This is going to win a tournament. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of shots based. Is what I can like like in the army, and then the judgments could be really key, like building like a crazy cool army. It feels like they can play the Nephilim missions quite well as well, which I think is quite vital. 
Like they've got small right secondaries. They still feel a bit like I'd need to see them play really, but I feel like because they've got the kind of the, the ability to move around, uh, redeploying, picking stuff up, they've got all the toys that someone like Crawford Eldar or Gene the Colts rely on to survive to play the missions. So I think that could be quite a fun game. And because it could have been very easy for them to go, right, here's some dwarves. They're really slow, they're static, and they take forever to go anywhere. And instead they're actually feeling like quite a mobile and kind of not too elite either. It feels kind of in a nice kind of middle place. It's where you want armies to be. You don't want it to be like a his his Deathwing Terminators, but they're short. Yeah. That would have been boring as fuck, right? It would have been. <laughs> All right, well, thanks everyone in the chat for tuning in live. Uh hope you've enjoyed it. John, thanks very much for doing the long haul with me, especially as we started late. Right. Um it was super fun. Uh let's know what you think of uh, the leagues of Votan. Uh, in the chat uh, or like in the comments if you listen to us on podcast please stay hydrated thanks for everyone supporting the show uh, by subscribing to Patreon or whatever uh, loads of love see you soon bye bye